It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Hope you all had a happy new year. I'm here with the beautiful, talented, awesome Mary Carey. How are you, Mary? Hi, Adam. Cat Daddy. Uh, yeah, Cat Daddy. Thank I'm calling you. him Cat Daddy because yeah, I, because I thought you had cat hair in your car. Because, and it was dog it, hair. It was dog hair, yes. But I was under the impression, I'm like, wow, like he, he really loves his cats. Adam takes, he drives around LA with his cats, you know, Wandering around the car. And if I, I love my cats, I probably wouldn't have them in the front seat of the car. <laughs> well, I didn't. I was just thinking how nice that he takes his cats on trips. So well, I just like you call me daddy. Cat uh, daddy. So I'm, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events, signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. They have signings that have included Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan, Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Hendo, Marcus Allen, and more. Go to their website, find out who's signing next, uh, check out what celebrities are signing, and build your man cave. A-I-A-S-E.com. Oh, uh, I love that. Yes. Also, Decipher, which is a lifestyle firm designed oh, to help you reach. Me. Yes, you should definitely. I know. I, I was out of town in Oklahoma. After Oklahoma, I definitely need his help. Yes. Uh, it's a lifestyle <laughs> firm designed to help you reach your full potential <laughs> through personal coaching. People, everyone needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from feedback and an outside perspective. Decipher brings that to you. Help you reach your dreams, define success, help you achieve the life you've always wanted. Look, you are never going to find this level of coaching anywhere else. So call them today at 1-888-731-COACH and book your free coaching session. That's 1-888-731-2622. Now, when I said everyone <laughs> needs a personal coach, I meant everybody. Cypher has helped fighters on how to pull the trigger and fights on how to deal with octagon jitters and even help fighters set themselves up for success after fighting. In addition to all that, they have some exciting news. The Cypher is releasing a new line of audiobooks to help you achieve success and decipher the life you've always wanted for yourself. This week, they will be releasing their first audiobook, Decipher Life, and you'll be able to find it on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. That's DI-CypherLife, authored by Daniel Martinez, who went from an eighth grade education to getting his GED, to becoming a military veteran, and eventually graduating from the University of Tennessee College of Law. So, after you get the audiobook, if you want further help, book Decipher long-term and use the code ROASTED for 10% off. Also, I want to thank Tip a Fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid, okay? These guys are working two, three jobs, females too. It's bullshit. I hate it. It's the worst part of this business is seeing people struggle when they're so damn talented. So, now with Tip a Fighter, the crowd can actually tip He's so passionate. Everyone, you guys can't see Adam right now, but he's so passionate about this. Thank you. I can see the passion coming out of you. I love it. So we can pay. I'm really impressed by how much you care about these fighters. I do. I I love it. You look like you're you're gonna cry for them. I'm not gonna cry, but But you're uh, passionate. Do you see the passion? Very passionate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So we are gonna help. I want to see that passion some more. Uh, Nice. You will. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yes. So (laughs) tipafighter.com or at (laughs) tipafighter. Fighters get with tipafighter. Can I promote a website? Yes. 
So sometimes when you stop doing porn and you can't get accepted in mainstream, you're not necessarily getting the money you need. So I started a website called tipmarycarry.com. Really? And well, it'll be up tomorrow. <laughs> tipmarycarry.com. <laughs> Because sometimes when you're, you know, 35 years old and, you know, former porn star, it's hard to make all the money you want to make. Nice. So, you know, you should feel bad for me. Yes. And you should tip me. So tipmarycarry.com. Yes. And help my, you know, I have a handicapped mom in nursing home. My dad has cerebral palsy. They're both mentally handicapped. So I was sharing the money with my handicapped parents. Sorry to hear that. Your dad has cerebral palsy? Yeah. They met at like a church retreat thing. My, you know, because a lot of like. Like my mom's schizophrenic and uh, mentally slow. She was adopted by my grandparents. They didn't know they adopted, you know, a handicapped child. And then she met my dad who has cerebral palsy. It affects his speech. He can't right. talk. Um, and he's like, also, they're both like mentally slow. And they met, I think, like a church thing or through church friends. And um, yeah, they, I don't even, I'm, I still just damn like, I wonder how they figured out how to have sex. But obviously they did. I still, <laughs> I want to ask them like, was I, was I like on try number one? Or was well, it like 20 tries? That, like, that. I want to know how many tries it took them like to, to do it. But then they had me and they took care of me for about three months. Yes. And then my grandparents uh, raised my mom. You know, like they you intervened. Your mom? No, my grandparents who had raised my mom yeah. intervened and they, they adopted me and moved me to Florida and took care of me. Well, you turned out very well. I mean, I was good till I was 16. Then no, my, you're still then good. My I mean, you're, and you're, then, yeah. you're, you're very well-spoken. You're, you're very beautiful. <laughs> and you seem like you have a big heart. Uh, so, <laughs> big heart, uh, big heart. And now you're on the Amir Roasted Podcast co-hosting with me. And now my mom and has schizophrenia too. Oh, really not? So, Does yeah. she really? Yes. So. <gasps> Did she ever, because my, my mom, it's last schizophrenic tried to commit suicide. My mom jumped off a four-story building wow. in 2006 because the voices told her that she had framed, or no, she had murdered President Roosevelt. She was being framed for murder. Wow. So she jumped off a building. She survived. Okay. It was amazing. Does your mom ever try to commit? No, she, she never to... jumped off a building that and I know of. she ever of. tried to like stab my mom? Has also tried to stab herself with a butter knife? No, this is a very interesting start of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I, had, I had a whole different thing set up, but I like this. I could go <laughs> no. with this. I well, could no, because you're your typical fighter, mommy. I was going to talk, talk about New Year's Eve. No, let's talk about New Year's Eve. Uh, and, like, let's go to a happy subject. Let's talk about no, New Year's Eve. No, we can get to this too. I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm done I, with I don't the more schizophrenic No, we can sort of get into this. This is no, I can't. I brought us off subject because you said tip of fighter, and I want tip Mary Carey. Yeah, tip of fighter became tip of retired No, but I understand you better now. Because you're like, oh my god, not in a weird way, but for the First of all, to have a mother with schizophrenia and a dad with cerebral palsy, yeah. a lot of women ended up would have become like extreme alcoholics. <laughs> they would have become strippers or porn stars, porn or stars something. Or alcoholics. And <laughs> you seem to really no, but uh, but uh, really fight of, the stereotype. <laughs> but no. but you look great. That's that's really important. And right I can now. I can form sentences that I'm sober at like four in the afternoon. Yes. So these are like big things. I was gonna say a lot of them would have ended up in rehab, but that's well, I saw you on TV in rehab. <laughs> so actually, rehab, but yeah. you but you've actually. But you've, I went to like a TV rehab, so it was a little bit better than a real rehab. And you've accomplished a lot. You ran for governor, yeah, ran for governor. And, and you have a lot of things going on for you. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh. What I was going to talk about was, so New Year's Eve. What did you do? Well, the night before, I did the uh, the Ice House. And it was like oh. one of the best shows. I had a In blast. Pasadena? Pasadena. Rocked it. I was okay. actually feeling really good. And then, of course. Can I, I be wait- your hype girl for a show? One sure. Day? No, I want to like get up there. That's what I do for the girls. I introduce them. I want to like introduce you. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I, I, I don't know how much I could pay you for that. but, no, but I'll sure. do one lo- locally for free and we'll try it out. Okay. And if it goes well, we'll try to sell it to clubs around the country. And they can you know advertise I'm going to be there with you. Sure. I can do okay. topless intros. 
All right. So okay. what happened was I was at the ice house <laughs> doing comedy. <laughs> this is, oh God. this is. I think uh, I'm like I need a co-host to interrupt me. If anybody wants to, no, okay. So uh, I was at the I ice house doing comedy, and uh, the night. So I had to do laundry. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do laundry yeah. on the way home. I need quarters because my building. You have to take. Who the hell has like three three hundred dollars in quarters? Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I ended up stopping off on the way home to get quarters. And now my car. I have a Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. I'm using a copy of my key. I put it in, and all of a sudden the key light comes on the car won't start so i'm like a mile away from my apartment oh, and I, no. I still gotta fly out and fly at five o'clock in the morning it's like yeah. midnight so i have to walk home it's freezing cold and then oh, i no. get because i'm like you know what maybe it's because i'm has a copy of my key maybe yeah. my real key is at home so i get my real key i start to come back and then i realize i locked myself out of my house so now oh, no. i have no car and no home key what do i do luckily this girl that i used to date uh, sort of an ex who was my cat sitter. She still feeds my cat sometimes. Cat mommy. Well, she's my cat mommy, but I actually banned <laughs> her because last time I came home, my there, there was shit everywhere and mm. there, there was no cat food. So she, I, I she suspended from cat sitting Starved duties. Your cat. So uh, she says that this just happened to run out of food. Anyway, so <laughs> she had my keys. So I come back and I'm like, hey, can you meet me here? She comes over. She gives Such me the keys. Such a nice girl for an ex. Was, yeah. So so then I actually walked. My car worked. So yeah. then I had to go fly, take two flights at five in the morning. I got no sleep. Mm-hmm. I fly to Chicago, to De- to Detroit, and then drive. You out of LAX? Out of LAX. How did you not run into any of us? We were all LAX at five in the morning. Because it was a night for New Year's? You were there too? Uh, we flew New Year's Eve. Well, New Year's Eve at the five in the morning. So, so was like, I. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't run we into you. We flew American. What airline were you? Uh, not American. Okay. I think I was United. Uh, but, so I, we were different terminals. Yes. Little you di- missed us. So. I did. I just, that's just my story of my life. <laughs> so then I had to drive an hour to Lansing, Michigan in the fucking freezing cold. Yeah. And of course I get there and then the rental car people, they got to stop asking you how you're, how you're doing and what you're in town for. Well, because, you rent a car when you do a parent. They don't pick yeah, you up. I rent a car. Well, don't do that. Make them pick you up. I, I should, but I'm, I'm a struggling comedian. And, uh, <laughs> and the guy's always like, what are you in town for? And I just got off two fucking flights. Yeah. Got no sleep. So I'm always like the gay porn convention. Uh, <laughs> I go, I'm shooting a gay porno. And that's that way they don't have no more. They feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what I say. That's my go-to move. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. So that, I'm going to start saying that too. Really? The gay porn convention. I think it'll have a different reaction when you say it <laughs> than when I say I'm gonna it. Say, I'm here to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. And you I'll... could say you're there to feature dance at strip clubs. I, right. I should we'll, say We'll that. trade occupations. I, trust me. I would... <laughs> Sure. So then what happened was uh, <laughs> I go to do the gig in Lansing, Michigan. Of course, MSU's in the finals, the oh, final four. That's good. So oh, that's good for you. there's a bar there. So the place has 300 people. I'm like, great. But only 100 there to see my show. The rest yeah. of them. And of course, Michigan is getting blown out. But it was a good show. But New Year's Eve, holidays are always tough, tough. for comedy because uh, it's all couples. Who goes to New York, a comedy club on New Year's Eve at nine o'clock at night? I don't know. I would think that maybe it's a couple thing to do because a total couple thing to do, but or first date, which is always hard because the I'd guy be a horrible first date because I like to talk. Obviously, you like to talk, so, you're, and you're great at talking. But <laughs> we can't do that in the comedy club. <laughs> well, that, but always like you tell a joke and the guy looks at the girl to see if it's oh, okay to laugh. Oh, because he want to laugh if you're like saying something like too sexual or something. Well, he, yeah. they don't, he doesn't want to think that he doesn't want her to know that she's a pervert. Yeah, and then he wants to see what she's laughing at. Oh, see, I would like. 
I would be good at a first date with that because I just, I'm myself, I don't care what someone, I, I would laugh at like. Every like, dirty joke. Yeah, but I would like, yeah, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't even think to like care if this person thinks I'm crazy. I would just like do whatever. Yeah, of course. I never think about if people think I'm crazy. I just am crazy. And that's know. why you're great for reality television. Yeah, but so. But normal people, normal people worry about. Normal people do. Yeah, well, normal people do worry. <laughs> no, I mean about what the other person. But the think. crowd was fun. I asked, her, I asked the girl, I'm like, are you with your boyfriend? And she's like, no, I'm like, where's your boyfriend? He's skinning a deer. Like that's the type of people I was dealing with. They were. Wow. Which, Maybe she was serious? Yeah, totally. Oh wow! They, that's what they do. They they they, they like skin that. deer. Have you ever skinned a deer? No, I'm, I'm vegetarian since I was twelve. Really? So, yeah. Because you love animals. Um, I saw a video about cruelty towards them, and then my problem is if I eat like a cow or a pig, I feel like I'm eating a human. And I I don't know. Like I can eat fish though because they don't have legs and arms, but I can't eat cows, pigs, chickens, deers, any anything that likes land. But there are people with no legs and arms. I know my mom's <laughs> my mom's new boyfriend. She called me today and um told me that he's a w, double amputee. Oh wow! And she wants to know if she can go to the mall with him. And I was like, "Who's going to wheel you guys?" You know, I don't think this is a good, <laughs> good move. But tell her story. But yeah, no, I can't eat. I can't eat animals because I. Feel I like always think about going vegetarian. The problem is that I don't do know it. how to do it. It's very easy. I just feel like food tastes. It just tastes like shit. All the vegetarian food. So I don't have a sense of smell. Really, so I've never had one my whole entire life. So I think that's why veg- it was easy to go vegetarian. So you could fart and not know it. You know, that's the first thing every guy said to me since I was like 16. Like, oh my God, it's like a fart. You wouldn't smell it. I'm like, I probably will fart more than you. So it's like, cause I don't, I always thought farts, I thought farts were just a noise until yeah. I was in sixth grade and I let out a silent one you, and everyone you in the class was like silent, but deadly. I'm like, how the fuck did I know I farted? Like it was silent. I, right. I thought farts were just funny noises. So you really can't and smell? So, no, nothing. You have no sense of smell? Nothing, no. None? None. Why is that? I had a, um... I had a sickness as a baby. I just went for a CAT scan two years ago and I was so excited. I was like nervous and excited. He's like, we're going to go in there. We'll go get a CAT scan. You probably have some blockages. We'll go to surgery. And for like a week, I was all nervous. I'm like, I don't know if I want a sense of smell. I feel like people complain about things smelling bad more yeah. than good. And then I was like, what if I ever go to jail and I don't want to like smell the jail and just crazy things. And then when I went to the doctor, he's like, well, there's nothing in blocking your face, but you probably had a sickness. That's fuck hilarious. Yeah. So I've never smelled anything. That's, so I think that's why it's easy to be a vegetarian. Yeah. Well, I, I'm thinking about becoming a vegetarian. Plus, I don't know. What I really have a problem with though is sport hunting. People that just hunt oh, for just sport. Oh, just for fun? Yeah, that's totally wrong. I don't think it's fair because you no. have a gun. The person doesn't have a gun. Yeah, no, it's totally wrong. It should be like you versus the animal. I would yeah. watch that. They put it on the internet. <laughs> you have you? But no but no weapon. Have yeah. you punched the bear and see what happens? Uh, tell yeah. me. I would love to see that. If you I could, couldn't watch someone. I can't watch people get hurt either. Real, but you love watching fighting though. But they're like, well, but they're like not killing you. They stop it before they're like right. going to get like murdered. No, but I still do have difficulty sometimes when they're getting like a little hurt. Like right. there's a level where I can watch it and it's uncomfortable. So anyway, the shows were great. New Year's Eve, we were sold out. I came back on Sunday. We had this live podcast here at the Improv Ooh. Monday. I, at first, Greg Wilson canceled because he forgot he was supposed to be in Vegas. So I had to get Chang. And then I had Alan Juban. And then I had Cup Swanson. He got sick. I got Alan. It was it was packed. It was a great show. And everyone had a great time. I couldn't wait for you guys to hear it. And then I got a phone call from the producer. Uh, dude, the, the uh, sound fucked up. Um, no one's ever going to hear this podcast. And Part of me wanted to be like, you've got to be fucking kidding. I just spent five hours researching everybody. (laughs) We went over every single fight. But then I'm like, you know what? Sideshow people have been very nice to me. Sean's been so sweet to me. Mm -hmm. The the, the sound guy has been cool as shit. You know what? Shit happens. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to work on taking a deep breath. Yeah. Breathing in. I think you should take like seven deep breaths. Yes. Plus, I had Seven. flipped out earlier that day on the Verizon guy. <laughs> Here's what happened. I, my phone is always cutting off. My phone's yeah. constantly dropping calls. 
I go to Verizon to get my phone fixed. This fucking guy goes, you know what? For if you get a tablet and, oh and, and a hot Wi-Fi spot, you could save $20 a month <laughs> on your bill. I go, what's the catch? No catch. And I, the guy had a ponytail. And that's when I, an Armenian guy with a ponytail. No, I, I, I wouldn't have trust known that. No, right no. away. So I said, really? He goes, yeah, well, your first bill is going to be a little higher because of the fees. But you know what? You're going to save $100 a, uh, a year. I go, okay, cool. I get my first bill a month later, $400. Wait, so you got the tablet? You fell for it? I fell for it, 400 bucks. So I take the, I didn't even open the fucking tablet. I never used a tablet. I was never planning on it. I didn't want a tablet. Yeah. But I was like, all right. I'm like, okay. I go back there and I'm like, excuse me, you guys lied to me uh, and I would like to return it. Because the lady on Verizon, yeah. I called her up. She said, return this everything. Yeah. Well, I'll take care of it. They're like, well, it's over the 15-day return thing, so we can't return it. Because yeah. it wasn't Verizon store. It was a Verizon authorized dealership store, but oh. it says fucking Verizon. And then in like scratched out ink, it says authorized <laughs> dealership. I said, listen, no, you can't do that. You you lies lied to me. My bill is $400. Yeah. And then, he, well, you know, let me, I'm there for an hour. Uh, I'm telling them I'm going to give them a bad Yelp review. I'm going to come every day and tell everyone not to shop there. Oh, I need to go with you because when people do that to me, I'll be like, I'm going to write bad about you on my Twitter. And like, it's really crazy things yeah, so they, I threatened them with. They took care of it. Yeah. But it was, I was already in a fucking, in a, in a, in a mood. You know, yeah. I was in a Aww. mood. So then, uh, anyway, so then I, I did a show at the, ha, ha, at the at the parlor. That was fun. It was just hot chicks and like Ooh. so many hot chicks. And they were actually a good crowd. A lot of times yeah. hot chicks at the Hot parlor. chicks don't always get jokes. You know what hot chicks, a lot of jokes go over their head. Goes over their head. A lot of hot chicks can't focus. And a lot of times... And a lot of times they're fucked up. And a lot of times really hot girls, guys are always trying to fuck you, right? Guys are always... So they're going to laugh at everything you say because they think that that is going to make you feel good and then they're going to be able to have sex with you. Yeah. So they get a false sense of like, what's really funny? No, I know. That's true. That's happened to me. I, mean, I always thought it was so funny because people always laugh. People are always laughing. And I'm like, yeah. Because they want to stick their dick in you. I always I was like the funniest girl on earth for the longest time. But yeah. Sometimes um, the girls are really funny. But, but a lot of times thought, because it's a people, stacked crowd. It's canned yeah, laughter. I didn't know that people were just laughing to be nice. It's the guy's dick laughing. I it's, never it, knew that. His, his penis is, is yelling ha ha. so long I thought it was so funny. And then uh, then last night I went to San Miguel. I did a show. I never knew that. That's what guys do. That's what they do. They- I had an idea because after I was in a relationship for a long time, like or any guy for a long time, they're like, you're really not as funny as you think you are. People just like laugh at everything you say because they're just meeting you. But- yeah. Yeah. So, I can't believe that's like a thing. The guy, that's horrible. It's, it is horrible. It, it's My horrible, God. but that's what the guys do. The guys want to get laid. That's why they build buildings. You know, that's that's <laughs> what guys do. They want to get laid. That's that's just, that's always going to happen. Uh, I guess that's true. If a guy didn't, yeah, because I expect him like laugh at everything I say. So yeah, that's true. Last night I did a show in San Miguel, four hour show. I drove four hours for the show mm-hmm. in the ranch, and I'm on stage, and it's a, I'm just doing all new material. I'm so fucking proud of myself because, I mean, the thing about not working at certain for that much in May as much as I was like with the text from last fight I was doing now it frees up stand up, And then I told a joke about like whether or not, you know, if regular girls have camel toe do Asian girls have panda toe. Right. Yeah. So then some girl, Are regular girls like white girls, you mean, uh, panda toe, no, like regular girls have camel toe. Yeah, white girls, not okay. regular white. Well, I was wondering what a regular girl is. I, I meant if white girls, like I was wondering what a regular girl. That's is. That's a good point. That's a very good point. If white girls have <laughs> okay camel toe, <laughs> regular regu- Asian girls are regular too. Okay, <laughs> so so some girl in the crowd yells out, 
uh, camel toe is sexy, right? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. really wasn't the point of the joke. Yeah. Uh, but like out of all, it was like an hour into my set. And I'm like, that's the one thing you find offensive about <laughs> yeah. camel toe. So then she start, everyone starts laughing and she's like, yeah, Khloe Kardashian says camel toe is sexy. I'm that's like, her, that's her, her resource. That's like her. That's like yeah, I'm like, she's not up. even the fucking smartest Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. Like she's the one. Wow. So then. And that's then, so sad that people are like using that. Like, you know, instead of saying like the encyclopedia or the dictionary, it's like the Kardashians. Our great philosophers yeah, are now yeah, the Kardashians. Yeah. And then, yeah. so then I, I go, I go, do you have a tattoo? And she's like, yeah. I go, well, what is it? And she's like, it's on my foot. I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> and I was like, it is a, a camel on your toe. <laughs> and then it was just, I did like, I riffed for like seven minutes. I wish I had it on tape. It was fucking fun. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it was, that's Who was she with? Was she with a bunch she of girls? She was with a guy. It was just, it was a fun show. Yeah. It was just a good show. So you were in Oklahoma City. In Oklahoma City, yes. Uh, you, Kaylani Lay. Uh, Bridget the Midget. Bridget the Midget. Uh, Je- Jessica Rhodes. Jessica Rhodes. And um, Simone Dana Lustrious. Okay. I, it took me like the whole weekend to learn how to say her last name, Dana right. Lustrious. And then Jesse Jane also stopped by because she lives in Oklahoma City. Right. So, yeah. And how was it? It was very fun. I mean, it started out as a great, a great adventure. I felt like we looked like, you know, like I'm like a circus act walking through the hotel. You know, we got the midget, we've got a little Asian, I'm like the tall blonde. Simone's like a, like a really tall brunette. Jess Rhodes is kind of like a 22 year old young hot blonde. So we just kind of like looked like this crazy. Then Bridget's got like Mike, her husband, who's kind of like a big black dude. And, yeah. You know, we, we just looked like, you know, like a circus act and it was super fun and I loved I loved the hotel I loved Oklahoma how was the show itself um you know what like I mean the cl- the crowd was packed uh the club was really crowded but um I mean I don't think they tipped as good as they should have for anyone right but I think when you have like five girls it's like harder and to probably tip. a lot of cover to get in right it was like, it was- you know I don't I don't know I know they got in from one club you got in little darlings you paid I think and you got in deja vu for free did you give lap dances or no no one gave any lap dances we just, so just- it was like one, we got one show and then you had to move to the next were you club. fully nude one show was topless with pasties, and I couldn't put my boobs in anyone's face, and I wasn't allowed to give away a giveaway porn. Like most of my shows, giving away DVDs, right. and I brought like sixty DVDs with me. And I guess porn is illegal to own a porn DVD, and I actually had to, like take my porn and like hide them in the hotel room because if anyone saw them, I could have been arrested. Wow. Yeah, you're like not allowed. I'm like sixty of them, so it'd be Fuck sixty that. counts of owning owning porn. But um. <laughs> And then, like, yeah, then we did the nude club. But the nude club, you still, like, couldn't give away porn. You still couldn't put your booze in anyone's face. But it was fun. Like, Bridget was really cute. And Kehlani was, uh, she did a great candle wax show. Nice. And, yeah, so overall, it was super fun. I think you would have liked it. I, I saw the picture of you and Kehlani. Oh, yeah, she irons her blanket. She irons the candle wax I saw wax you guys off. backstage all having, yeah. like, you were having a blast, look like. And it was it was super fun. I mean, you even... You really can't go wrong with like that group of girls. It's really nice. We each had our own little table. No one had like egos. Cause sometimes you have a group of girls. There's yeah, like, yeah. Too, you know, I was very accepted. I, I was lucky. I had good show times. I was early. I was done. I love it. I, I got to get drunk and have fun. Yeah, did you get too drunk? I thought you were going to calm down a little bit. Um, I sometimes do get too drunk. I've calmed down a lot. I calmed down a lot. Like, but when I do drink, yeah, I like, I, I have to accept the fact that I know if I'm going to choose to drink, it's going to turn like I can go without drinking for like months, but when I choose to drink, it's going to turn. Do you hook up with any guys when you were in Oklahoma? No, I didn't. Oh, nice. But um, no. when was the last time you had sex? I don't know. You don't fuck bullshit. You don't know if there was a penis <laughs> in you. And I don't know. Really? No. All right. Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> our first. That's the only thing I think I've ever said like no comment to in my life. In your life, that's crazy. Out of yeah, all the- I've never no commented anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I feel so like. Feel important. Ask me. Ask me that question again. So I can. When was the last time you had sex? No comment. 
<laughs> I feel really. I plead the fifth. Wow, that's that's very believable. All right, well, it was so, very fun to like not answer. I like it. I'm gonna like start it. doing that more often. So we are going to call right now Ooh, Shannon Knapp. She is the president of the All Girl Fight. Uh, there's an All Girl Fight organization. Invicta. Right? I need a new career, like maybe fighting. It's got badass chicks. They fight each other. Tall, and there's uh there's actually having their big event with Cyborg on uh the sixteenth of can January. Can you teach me to wrestle? I will teach you, yes, hundred percent. Do you think I can do it? Uh thirty five years old, you're first starting. No, you cannot be a fighter. Are you sure? hundred percent. Why? Uh, I just I just think uh, well, you could be a fight, you could probably have an amateur fight, you might have a pro fight, be a real competitive, like a one of the best. Is it too late. I think so. Look, I have muscles. You do, and you're flexible. <laughs> and you're an athlete. But uh, I just don't know if um, I can still only do girl push ups, so I can't do guy push ups. Yes. So Hello. Hello, is this Shannon Knapp? <laughs> Oh, this is me. Yeah, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me and Mary Carey. How are you? Hi, Shannon. <laughs> Hi there. I'm doing well. Now, Thanks uh, for having me on. You, no problem. Thanks for coming on. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. Uh, I think what you've done is monumental. I think you don't get enough credit. Uh, you, you were working at the UFC. You left the UFC. You said, I want to start an all-female fight company. And you did it. And you and you have great shows. You have you have rock star shows. I've been to your last show. I don't think people realize how much fun it is. I want to go. It uh, sounds fun already. It's a uh, it's a uh, next Saturday <laughs> night uh, in Orange County. Are you going? I'm definitely going. Can I go with you? Yeah, 100. percent We can go. Uh, can Cyborg the dog is fighting. Hair in the car, though. So Shannon, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. I'm ready to kick off 2016. Hopefully, it's going to be a spectacular year so yeah really excited now how is it going to definitely california it's cold in the midwest yeah yeah you keep doing them in like missouri which is not good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna switch that up this year okay just for you thank god a lot of shows in california please please do i think honestly and now uh before women were in the ufc all the girls were in invicta that was like you had like all the girls and then a lot and then the ufc kind of cherry-picked the 115 pounds and the 135, has that hurt you guys? You know, well, first of all, I just want to clear up. The, the UFC just didn't come in and take my 115 pounds. <laughs> you know, I, I think that a lot of people think that, but that is certainly, certainly not the case. So, um, you know, the truth is, is that that division for me was so full that I actually couldn't even help develop any of the younger talent. So in a lot of ways, you know, uh, that division moving over cleared the rosters, you know, for me to get in here and to develop more, which is really what it's about, right? Yeah. Yeah, good. I mean, that, well, I, yeah, and I think there should be more divisions. I think the UFC should have a 125, a 145. I don't know if there are that many girls. Like, I mean, uh, they were going to have an Ultimate Fighter this year at 135, and they canceled it because girls didn't show up, right? Did you hear that? Yeah, but, but that kind of, you know, shows you, you know, my point is that there's still a lot of work to do to build out these divisions and to kind of foster the sport along for the women. So, right, right, right. right. You know, I can't keep them all busy, to be honest with you. You know, uh, you know, I'd have to do shows probably, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talent out there, but it's young talent, right. you know, and it just, you know, they just need the opportunity. So that's what I'm happy to be able to do is give those opportunities and help it grow along, you know, the sport for women. Are you Huge. guys, are you, are you guys making money? No, hell no. <laughs> Not yet. Hopefully I'm rounding the corner though. Really? Cause that, that I really mean, bothers me. I mean, cause you guys put on such know. a good it's, show. Well, thank you. But you know, yeah, I mean, you know, everything's, uh, 
you know, I'm, we're not dying out. We're not going anywhere or anything like that. We've got new deals in place that are really switching the game. But, you know, me, I'm a real honest person. So if you ask me that question, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, we've sustained loss, but I think any business you go into, it doesn't matter. It takes money to make money. You know what I mean? Right. And pretty much over here, I don't care if we, you know, for me, not to lose money is really the goal. Making money would be nice, but it's not, you know, it's not the be all and end all. Come on, that's bullshit. Does that make sense? It, no, because if you make money, the girls make money, everyone's happier. So you can't just think like no, that. That's Maybe. what I mean. I'm, well, I guess that's true. You know, uh, I guess there's a better way of saying it. You know, I guess what I'm trying to say is looking to get rich off this or looking to further, you know, really doesn't come into play. It, you know, everything is really about continuing to put it in and elevating the pace of the girls. No, that I know, would be our first yeah. important thing. I think that, honestly, I have a couple things. Well, how you can make your your your, your uh, product better? You want you want to hear it? Okay. No, always. Okay. Always. Okay. <laughs> Number one, you have amazing characters. I interview probably eighty percent of your roster. Okay. And they're mm-hmm. all really, they all have crazy stories. I mean, even today, you know, the, e- even today, the girl we're having on Amber Brown, the bully, who's, uh, you know, a full-time wife and mother who's fighting at 105, went to Japan her second fight. All these girls that you have on your thing, you know, Panty uh, being, they're hilarious, and but people don't know them. Right now, people are just looking at them as female fighters. Now, the reason that The Ultimate yeah, Fighter was so successful was because they put him on TV, put him on The Ultimate on Fighter. Him. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's my neighbor. That's my this. That's my that. That's the guy that, that you, I used to pick on me in high school. That's the fucking, you know, you have all those people that you can identify with. People can't identify with your girls right now because there's nowhere that they can identify with them unless you seek out the, your interviews, which I had to do for the interviews. Like, you need some kind of a reality show or contest or some sort of documentary that get people actually to be honest with you we are in that process right now so you know uh i think it's definitely important i think that's the only way to continue to elevate you know the sport for the women and and make that connection with the fans is giving them an inside look you know to each individual athlete so People love to find something to connect with somebody, yeah. you know, and I think that's the only way really to get it done. So I'm on your team and saying, yeah, but that is definitely something. I mean, we are in negotiations. We're working on it. It's, you know, hopefully 2016 we'll Good. be able to. Yeah. I, I, and I know you guys are on fight. It. You guys are on fight pass, but like, why not go on VH1 or, you know, or did you guys try that route or E or whatever Esquire or women's network or oxygen mm-hmm. or kind of go that route? Okay. You, what do you mean kind of more for uh, the documentaries? Yeah. Style yeah, type yeah. Of, uh, you know, that's what, I mean, that is what we're doing right now. That's, you know, a big part of what we're doing in the reality side of it. Good. So, yeah, cause I love your girls. Yeah. I mean, they come on the show. We have, they're, they're really fun. I mean, uh, that girl, Panny should have a show on her own. She's, she's, she, she might be the horniest. They are entertaining. Oh God! They're, they're, oh, no, I, I, I mean I kind of like it because I haven't listened to it. Oh, you give them no you media see. training, and I love that because they tell us. They oh, tell dear us, Lord. They tell <laughs> us. <laughs> keep that up. They they're, tell you everything. Yeah, they tell you everything. That's good. That's a good interview, though. Oh, it's a great interview. When but someone I'm like, just tells you everything. Oh, and we have these press conferences. We have two girls fighting each other, and they're always they're, they're like the worst at talking shit, but it's really funny because they're just so nice to each other. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I want to go watch. Oh. That'd be so cool. Oh, it's great. It's great. So tell us about this event. You're the promoter. Tell us about this event. Why should people watch 
Why should people go? How do you get tickets? Tell us about the event. Well, you know, you know how I, I buy it. I think every one of the Invicta cards are amazing. You know, this one's headlined by Cyborg. Of course, that always makes it interesting. And this is a great card. It's stacked top to bottom. Uh, if you've never been to an Invicta event and you are in the California area or you fly in for it, I mean, there's nothing like the experience of coming to an Invicta event in terms of, you know, it's so, the athletes are so accessible. You know, the energy is great. The fights are amazing. You know, it's just a good time. So, okay. and the girls are hot, And that's right? all I need. We just need one time, <laughs> one time to come mm. to the show. And, you know, usually we hook them after that. Nice. Well, Mary Carey uh, oh is, is uh, an ex-porn star uh, who's now looking. Mary Carey? No, Mary yeah, Carey, right here. Uh, she, uh, she ran for governor of I California. Be a she almost won. She was on <laughs> Dr. Drew's uh, Celebrity Rehab. Uh, do you have, have oh. now, now, do you have any uh, questions for Shannon? Well, do the girls ever do any like lesbian stuff before they, like after they fight or before the fight is there, like, cause they see each other naked and they're next to nothing. Does, that, does anyone ever celebrate with like, you know, girl, girl, like do they ever get drunk and have sex with each other? Well, you know, I don't really like know, to celebrate. Tell me. <laughs> That's mean, what I've been wanting to know. Like the whole ten happens. minutes you were talking to her, all I was thinking was like, "What if they turn this into a, like a porn no?" These too? are professional athletes, but they could okay? still porn star their athletes too. These are the no, best athletes kidding. in but the world. No, but they, I was just wondering if they ever have sex. There, there are though. There are some some lesbians. There are a couple lesbians, uh, and I do wonder sometimes if they're attracted to the other people. But by the way, one of your best fighters. <laughs> who I love on the show is Tanya Evinger. She is you. <laughs> you you have Can I to see some pictures of the girl. Oh, this girl. Yeah, this, this girl Tanya. She is a construction <laughs> worker during the day. Uh, she's a badass wrestler. She oh. won her last five fights wow. in a row. Uh, I think her dad might have wanted a boy. Yeah, uh, but she is a such a badass. I love watching her fight. I you you got to make her a star. She's a star. Show me her picture right now. She's a she's a star, Sh Sh Shannon. She is a badass. Yeah. I, I really like Tanya. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tanya's entertaining every level. She'll definitely be in California too, so you'll get the opportunity to harass her a little bit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, Tanya's amazing. Most of our girls are amazing, you know. Uh, some may be a little shy, you know, but they'll come into their own when it comes to the interviews and things like that. You know, I, I want them to be who they are. I don't want to restrict them. And no, no, no. She can't do this or do that. We had the you press know? conference yeah. we had with Tanya and, and Panny was the funniest thing. We had uh, we had Panny saying Panny. we Panny. had Panny saying that she wanted to uh, take the belt home and wear it with her boyfriend during sex, and then Tanya got very. <laughs> And then, and then, oh, and then Tanya got very upset about that because I don't know. It was just it was one of the funniest interviews we've ever had in my life. Uh, but no, I got to go back and listen. But Panny really gained Panny yeah. gained a lot of fans uh, during that. I'm telling you, actually. All uh, right. There's a thing that actually Bubba Jenkins started called Tip a Fighter, where fighter where the fans can tip fighters. Uh, and cool. and actually, I know that one of your girls did really well, Andrea Lee. Uh, did, yeah. did really well. The fans loved her, so they actually threw her a lot of money. Um, well, she's lucky they get tips and they don't have to like shake their ass or put their boobs in anyone's no, face no, or anything. No, no, all they got to do is fight. Wow. <laughs> all they got to do is fight. I have to work are so hard for my tips. Are you for real at Pornstar? <laughs> no, she's really... No, I really was. Girl? I really was, yeah. Oh, not okay, anymore. Now I, now I do like those late night Cinemax movies. I have like six of those that are on. But I don't have real sex. Oh. And I do those for the acting. And then I have fake sex. Oh, those are the... 
Those are those ones they call like the soft porn. Yeah, I do a lot of those soft porn. I do like two or three of those a year now. And I have fake sex in them. But I do them because like when I do like real mainstream stuff, I I always have to play like a stripper, a hooker, a porn star. But in the Cinemax movies, I got to be like a NASA scientist. I got to be the owner of a TV network. (laughs) I got to be a space engineer. So I get to be things that like normally I don't get casted as. So now now last last week she was in Oklahoma City giving lap dances. Well, uh, I was just on stage dancing and I wasn't allowed to put my boobs in anyone's face. She was with Bridget the Midget, yeah. Kaylani Lay, and someone else. Were you there, oh, uh, Shannon? Simone Dane Illustrious, because that's my oh, name no. to say. <laughs> you weren't there? You yeah, never, no. you, you, so you've no, never gotten a lap dance from a girl before? I'm not going to say that because you got to remember. <laughs> what city is she in? I used to have to take the male athletes, you know, places. What did they places? And they love to embarrass the hell out of me. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Whenever I see a girl when I'm on stage and they're by the stage, I, like, pull their boobs out or I start smacking their ass. Well, I think, I, think we should, I think after a Saturday I night. <laughs> so after the yeah. Invicta fight, me, you, and Mary will go out. We'll, yes, let's do we'll, it. We'll, I'm going to make it one of my benders. Yeah, what do you so say, I'll get drunk that night. <laughs> It's going to be an all-nighter for I me. I'll, I'll live through you guys. Um, vicariously live through you. I'll just kind of watch. <laughs> but, yeah, now, I mean that's. I'm sure it'd be entertaining. That's for sure, right? Now I got a, I got a question for you though. So, uh, so Cyborg. Uh, I don't know if you know who Cyborg is. She is uh, one of the. She was the female champion. She's one of the best fighters in the world. Uh, she's a badass. She she's been annihilating everybody. Everyone wanted to see Ronda versus mm. Cyborg. People were thinking Cyborg would win, but Cyborg couldn't make the weight. Yada, yada, yada. Ronda loses. Put your wrench in things. Holly Holmes says she will gladly fight Cyborg at 140. Is that where this is going? Chris is a, a UFC athlete. So, you know, that's pretty, you know, that's a conversation that they'll have. And, you know, I'll support it, whichever way it goes. But uh, I think Chris is interested in that fight. For sure. Now, are you going to make money on that? Because you're because you're breeding these people. Come on. You should make some money on that. No. She have a management contract. Well, no. You should get a percentage of their fights. No, no, I'm not breeding. I mean, you're 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 training. All you're training. You're giving these people a platform, oh. and they're leaving you and making a million dollars. This is bullshit. Yeah, Shannon. you need to have a contract where like you get um, a percentage of their money for like at least five years after they start yeah, with you. Seriously, like a management contract. What do you think, Shannon? I'll be their manager actually, well, yeah. and their publicist. <laughs> Maybe I need you guys to manage me. Maybe that's a better manager. Honestly, though, I think I think honestly, though, you should have the lesbians should have porn stars walk out with them to the octagon. I'd I think love that to would do be that. You, you right, and you and could I can be, cheer them on, and then you could like, or if someone's a lesbian, you could distract them. You could flash her during idea. the fight. Yeah. The other girl hits her from behind. That's a really it's good a whole, idea. Like, yeah. like, Great training technique. The titty training right? technique. The titty Man. move. Come the on, titty move. Tell me that wouldn't be great. Now, um, I think they have that. Don't they have that lingerie fighting or some something? Yeah, I, did, yeah. I did the Carmen Electro naked there. wrestling. Oh, I do got to talk to you, though, Shannon. Uh, something serious. So I love your okay. ring girls, by the way. You have N- Natasha Wicks. I-, I think she is w- one of the sweetest, best people that I have ever met in my life. Uh, she's super cool. Good job with that. Jade Bryce. I agree. Did you hire Jade? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I haven't, but it's not that I'm not going to use her or she couldn't work for us in the future. It's just the opportunity hasn't really presented it. That is some bullshit, Shannon. Listen, she is awesome. She, is, <laughs> she, she comes on our podcast. She co-hosts. She's sweet. She goes around the world. Oh, very cool. She goes around the world like feeding homeless people. Wow. She, she she's uses goes oh, wow. by herself. She's one of the nicest Human beings, almost I to the come point there to feed homeless where you're people. like, you're like, wow, what is this person? She goes to Africa on oh, missions. Uh, she does so many great things, mm-hmm. and she's hot, and she's got real boobs, and no work done. 
No work done. She's got a huge fan base. What, Adam? Yes. Just because you're such a fan and you speak highly of her, I will get her in the mix. Nice. She really is on the radar. I mean, you know what? Is, you know what? The difference has been is that we really haven't. I want to see her. You know, I have girls. I'm pretty loyal, so. But we talk about her and bringing her in. Oh, so. she's got a huge fan base, and I really think that people like she got screwed over by Bellator for no reason. Yeah, like, what happened there? Do you know? Do you uh, know what happened? I, I think what happened was she was uh, a, a couple of things happened. According to a couple, I mean, she got pregnant. I guess maybe that was sort of maybe uh-huh. one thing, but I don't <laughs> oh know. Oh my if god, she, she's so hot! I don't know. If she I knew that, the, I don't, but I don't know if that was it. I think it was when Bjorn yeah. left. No, Coker came in. And I love her. I love blonde. Something he she she, she kind of got screwed when Buren left. Uh-huh. That's not what happened. I'm not really uh, sure. I got you. She was breastfeeding. She was breastfeeding a homeless African kid. <laughs> and there was you can't do that. But you, you introduced us. By, by the way, this is this is Shang He's Forbes. Been and I'm Shang like, Forbes. I introduced Shang is one of the funniest comics in the world. Hi, Shang. I'm married. Shang is black. That's why he came late. Uh, uh, but uh, wow. so wow, super super great guy. Yeah, I'll give you wow, one of, one of one of my best friends. Uh, in, <laughs> That's hilarious. In comedy. He's black. That's why he was well, listen, he was late. Sh- Shannon, we have to get to uh, another one of your fighters right now. Uh, uh, Amber oh, Brown. Right. Amber Brown. We got to talk to her. Uh, thank you for all you do. Honestly, it, you are such an unsung hero. You give these girls an opportunity to make a living fighting, and no one else is doing that. No one else is doing it. Well, thank you. And you're employing all these girls and, uh, and they're, you're making their lives come true and you're inspiring a whole crop of girls, wrestling, jujitsu, uh, you know, boxing, Muay Thai. You're, you're doing all that and you're not even making any money on it. And that's really, really <laughs> great what you're doing. So keep doing what you're doing. Well, I will always support. Well, Invita. thank you. So thank you for that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. That's very kind. Well, you guys have a good show. And Adam, I'll see all of you. Uh, next weekend. Next weekend. Yes. I can't wait. Thank Adam, you so you better much. Drive right. me. Absolutely. Take care. Okay. All right. That was Shannon Knapp. She's uh, the president of the Invicta, the yeah. all female. I don't think you should ask guests anymore. Like, are you making money off that? Because that's like a really awkward question. No, it's not. Yeah, I, because I feel bad for her now. Fuck that. I think people should oh, know. Oh, you want people to know that she's so making money? So they should know so they will start giving so, so, them money so and supporting start it. Get, oh, supporting that's true, it. I guess. If you okay. don't know, they go, oh, well, she's probably doing really well. If you look okay. at the website, if you look at the I Facebook. Was wrong. Yeah, I didn't mean to come down on you. <laughs> and that sounded weird, come down on you. But the thing is, I know, I'm just saying, I think that you okay, got to let okay. them know. I you guess know? that's true. Yeah, that's true. If I've, you know. Plus, it's also like if you look at like, okay, this girl's only making two thousand dollars for her fight. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck that. You know, they're making that's true. And, and you realize how much not, they're they making make... like the UFC with the standard. You know, it, it's it's it, it ranges from what's like the lowest. The lowest I, I've seen guys make four and four. Uh, what's that four. Mean? I think the minimum now is ten thousand to fight. Ten thousand if they win. It might be eight and eight. Uh, oh but it, gosh, but, it, but it's been it? down to four and four, which is not even included. You got to take out ten percent for the lawyer, fifty percent to the manager, uh, to the and trainer. They pay for their like airfare. And uh, they pay for no, all. the airfare. UFC, the UFC pays for, but the airfare and hotel. and and then one guy in the hotel. But a lot of times wow. these guys make. Do they get they, free tickets? Three, I think it's two or three free tickets. They're getting. Although then you got Conor McGregor, you got uh, Robbie Lawler, who yeah. last week made five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so for a fight. 
Yeah. Uh, that's before the Reebok, what, what they paid them yeah. to. And so, bonuses. If they get bonuses. And the, bonuses. So it really all, The bonuses aren't bad. It really, How do you decide if getting, someone's getting bonuses? Uh, like, it's fight bonus? of the night and performance of the night. And okay. move of the night. Submission you, of the night. Submission of the night. If you, get, okay. if you, if you, you knock somebody's eyeball into the but no, other <laughs> eyeball. But, but yeah. a, lot of, a lot of it is like, you know, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. It's depending on, you know, how much they're making money. Because a lot of it is. And obviously if you're like unknown and just starting out, they're going to be able to get you for really low. Still, at the same and time. And at the same time, if you're a professional fighter, which I think is the hardest thing to do in the world, yeah. uh, you, you know, and you're making stand up, ten, and you're making ten thousand dollars, stand up. There's comedy. probably less professional comedians, and there are fighters. That's how low. Uh, someone told me there's actually less professional comedians than baseball players. I'm talking about pro. I'm not talking about guys who say they do comedy yeah. and they show up to you know Captain Chuckles and yeah. fucking get a laugh. Yeah, I'm saying the guys the people that who tour the country make a living at it. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. let's say living is what fifty thousand a year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Guys who make fifty thousand or more, there's probably less than that than baseball players. And way that's, less. That's, yeah, way way. And less. And think about how hard it's maybe become a baseball player. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's that hard. Any job that you would love to do, people it's hard, are, to, do, it's hard yeah. to do. And if you're a baseball playing. Comedian, oh, it's then, you're the, then you're fucked. You might as well just. <laughs> so we got to talk to this girl Amber Brown, uh, real quick. Uh, we got to talk to Amber. We got we got uh, two other calls. Can I see a picture of her? I like to see them when yes, I'm talking to. Yes, absolutely. Them. We're gonna talk to Amber. She's five and one, married with a kid. Her nickname is the Bully. Badass chick. She's fighting on the Invicta card. You want you want to go it's Saturday the sixteenth for real? I'm gonna go. I'm booked in Colorado Springs. Do you want to go for real? I'll go. Oh, you should go Deja Vu there. It's yeah. a good club there. In yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been there. Yeah, right. I was. I <laughs> Let's call Amber the Bully Brown. This girl is jacked. Like you wouldn't just run up on her. She would. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, not. Are they? Do they take steroids, the girls? No. No. They, they get do. tested. Hello, is this Amber Brown? This is Amber. Hey, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Shang Forbes, and Mary Carey. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Uh, now you're you're training over in uh, New Mexico, right? Correct. You're at the same gym with Tim Means and then also uh, the little guy. What's his name? Uh, Ray Borg. Ray, Ray Borg. Borg. Yes, I like your gym. Because, I said you guys like the average Joes uh, because uh, next to you guys is uh, Greg Jackson's gym, which everyone knows about. Right. Uh, but yours is like the other gym. You guys are like the the other gym, right? We're the cooler ones. You're the cooler ones. <laughs> I, I love your gym. I'm just saying, I'm a big fan of your gym. But I, but I, but I, I do say it was just funny though because their gym is like, you're like you know them from like GSP and John Jones and Arlovsky, yeah. and then these are the fucking these are the other guys. These, these other guys, but they're cooler. They're cooler. They're the cooler. other guys are okay, but they're cooler. These, okay. this, yeah. yeah, these are this is the hardcore. And gym. she's cooler than all of them. So yes. fuck all of them. So your nickname, <laughs> yeah, your, your nickname is the bully. Uh, because, uh, and you're five and one, you're a mother and a wife and, uh, you're, Correct. and you're and a badass, and right? a badass fighter, right? How many right, kids do you yes. have? You can't like, forget that part. Yeah. I have one daughter. Um, oh, one daughter. Okay. Yeah. So I picture her. She's very cute. She does jujitsu as well. Yes. Yeah. I saw her with her little medal. I was, I was, I was, I was yeah. Cool. She's done a few tournaments. Her last one, she got first. So she's kind of taking after mom. Nice, nice, nice. Now, uh, now where did you grow up? I grew up in Albuquerque, born and raised. Oh, nice. So you had a math problem or? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. What? You just like automatically Albuquerque meth. I, I, well, no, I, I did a show in Albuquerque. It laughs. I did laughs before. Yeah. And uh, I was driving to Albuquerque, which I thought I was so stupid. I thought San Diego was on the way to Albuquerque. So I booked a gig Tuesday night in San Diego and Wednesday night in Albuquerque, Ugh. which was like 
four hours the wrong way. And I, 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 I passed more peyote fields in fucking going to drives. Albuquerque. It's wow. crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> now, now, uh, now you're very, you look like a very strong girl. Now, um, <laughs> you grew up in Albuquerque. Did you do, do you have any background in fighting, wrestling or jujitsu or what? Was no, your... no, I don't actually. I just started coming to fit once we had our daughter and I just wanted to get into shape and stuff. I wasn't even trying to fight. Uh, and then I just fell in love with it. I tried a amateur boxing match at my gym and then I just really liked fighting and competing and then after a couple years I decided to give MMA a try and I was already pro once at that point so I had to go straight into pro MMA I have no amateur fights so yeah I've only been fighting since I had my first fight in 2010 no, no, so I, it might not be too late for me. N- well, yeah, well, Mary Carey is thirty-five years old. <laughs> I want. Yeah, she, you might she's not want to start now. She's a, she's an ex-porn star, but she's very flexible. She can she can do fl- uh, uh, she splits. can do splits and stuff. You think? And I do cardio bars. So. Does, do you think she's too old to start fighting at thirty-five? No, no, never. See, you thank you. No, I'll be a milf fighter. I'm telling you, no. After I hurt myself, I haven't I haven't sparred in ten years. I don't want to hurt my face though. I want to wear like no, no. You're gonna get hurt your face. I want to wear. Like you're gonna break mess. your nose. No, you're gonna I don't get want black to. eyes. My nose is real. I don't want to break it. You're, 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 yeah, I've had my nose broken, black eyes all the time, and it's kind of yeah. rough on your body, but it's worth it. Oh. How many times have you broken your nose? Yeah, I'm already. I'm done. Just once. I just a once. Oh my time. god! Now I was reading about your background. So you had you you started boxing right, and you had you had three amateur fights, and then they were like go pro. No more, and you're like, okay. Now most amateurs have like fifty fights, a hundred, a hundred fights. Wow. You went pro after three fights. <laughs> well, actually, four. Four. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, well, <laughs> no, well, they I, right like in Albuquerque. You know, the fight scene is like booming right now. But right like when I was an amateur, I was having to fight younger girls. That's kind of why I got the bully name because. I had to fight a few younger girls. They had more experience, and it was it just got kind of hard to find fights or whatever. So we were kind of just let's wait around or turn pro. So I I turned pro. Yeah, no, I mean, you, and you know what? Good for you, but that's still crazy. And then you then after like your pro fight, you you end up losing your first pro fight, right? Yeah. Did you get knocked out? No, it went to a decision. I actually, it's funny because that girl was a a kickboxing champion in Albuquerque and I, she was my very first boxing match and I beat her and then she wanted like a rematch, I guess. And then she was already pro, I guess at the time. So we, I, I turned pro to fight her again, and then I lost that one to a decision. So then people are like, you know what? Try oh, losing to a decision is not that bad. not bad at all. So people are like, hey, try MMA. And you're like, okay. So then you go to Japan and fight like the number one girl in the world. Uh, your your second fight in Japan. <laughs> No, it was actually, I moved up in weight, my third fight, I uh, moved up to 115, fought Emi Fugino, I lost that when I got neck cranked, and then the the next fight, they called me to come back to Japan like two months later to fight at my rightful weight class, 105, against the fifth ranked fighter in the world, and I, I armbarred her in the third round. I mean, that's fucking amazing yeah. for your, your third fight going to Japan and being the number five girl in the world. Now, the girl that beat you at 115, what, what, what was she ranked? 
she was ranked, I don't know, maybe like number nine or so. And honestly, I, I put up a pretty damn good fight against her. She, she, it was a good fight. I just, you know, I got caught. She had way more. You made a mistake. You made, you made one little mistake. Stupid, a stupid mistake. I went for an arm bar and I actually cut the angle perfect. I just wish I would have popped my hips quicker because I could have got that arm bar too, but she, she recovered faster than I did and she got my back. So. Well, you, well, your last fight, I watched it in Victor. You, you went up against a girl that was 5-0, and oh, this kickboxing champion. You took her down and beat the shit out of her in one <laughs> round. They, were, they just stopped it. They were like, fuck, it was, it was a murder. It was a fucking murder. Uh, good work on that, by the way. Thank you, thank you. And you know what's funny? The bitch is still talking crap. <laughs> <laughs> what's her name? Catherine Costigan. You just read these interviews, and she has like all the excuses in the world. And before the fight, she was apparently one hundred percent totally ready, and she was going to beat my ass. But yeah. no, no, it was a wow. great no. You, it was a great standing trip into Mount. I was like, holy shit! You never see that. Uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful the way you did it. And then and then you, you you got her by rear naked choke. You pounded her. I was surprised you didn't stop it when you was pounding her face. Now you're fighting oh, yeah, you're fighting Lisa Ellis in two weeks. We're gonna go to the fight. You're fighting Lisa Ellis. <laughs> oh who, yeah, I'm gonna see you. Who was in the UFC? Oh, so this girl was in the UFC. She didn't do very well in the UFC. Uh, she got she's been beat a couple times in a row, but she's still a tough girl and she's has some experience. What's your plan for Lisa Ellis? And what weight are you fighting her at? We're fighting at 105. She's going back down to Adam Way. Uh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to bully her. You know, I'm going <laughs> to do what I do. And she's not going to have a lot of fun in there with me. So, you know, I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to beat her ass, you know, pretty much straight up. I'm going to, whether it goes to the ground, standing, you know, I, I train hard every day. So it doesn't matter. I'm excited to fight her because of the UFC. She's came from the UFC. She has a ton of fights. She's fought a lot of people. So it'll be cool to go in there and take all those credentials from her. And now you're pretty much one fight away from the title fight. Who has the title, by the way, at 105? Ayaka Hamasaki. She's uh, from Japan. Are you, are, you, are you planning on fucking her up too? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Just, what, what's your plan? Now, fucking people up. Now, you're married. And, oh, now, what does what your husband do? I want to know how often she trains every day. Uh, how, My how, husband how, actually is a boxing coach. He's a trainer uh, at our gym. Oh, nice. okay. Nice. You guys, you guys must have crazy athletic sex, sex right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And if he doesn't do well, she arm bars his dick. <laughs> is that true? Have you ever arm bars his dick? <laughs> you got to... No, no, I'm, I'm applauded. His By the way, her, her, I was looking at your muscles. They're your guns yeah, are huge, big. man. I mean, you must hand jobs two, two strokes. He's fucking out. Is that, is that Done true? deal. Is that, no, I, I work hard in the gym every day. You, so you said I keep it. Like you keep it to the gym time more than anyone. So oh, oh, that's good. Wait, how many hours a day in the gym? Gosh, uh, I would say at least, at least usually like five or six, maybe I come in the morning for a good couple hours and then I'll go home and chill out for a while and then come back in the evening for another three to four hours. Wow. I I used to complain about three hours and she's doing five. I'd be like three hours. This is bullshit. She's ridiculous. Well, listen, good luck in your fight. Where can people find you? Uh, at the bully five Oh five on Twitter and Instagram and Amber, the bully Brown on Facebook. Also, by the way, uh, tip a fighter. I don't know if you heard about it. There's a new thing where, uh, the audience can tip you for your fights. So I know that Andrea Lee with it, she made an extra, you know, 
some 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 pretty good dough. Couple of G's. And uh, I yeah, if I were you, I would get with Tip a Fighter. So uh, wow, I haven't heard of that. So I'll have to check that out. Absolutely. Uh, Bubba Jenkins is our usually our co-host. He will tell you all about it. Uh, Amber, thank you for everything. We're, we're going to be at your fight. Good luck with everything, and uh, keep kicking ass. Sweet. Thank you so much. No be- problem. Beat her thank ass. You. Beat her ass. Beat her ass. <laughs> all right. Oh, I plan on it. It'll be worth it. All Thank right. you, guys. Thank Bye. you. All right. So we got uh, another call to Tamden. Wow, you, you call a lot of people We're going to call show. Tamden, then we're going we're gonna to talk. We're going to talk about our, our, our weeks. Yeah. Our, Adam's our very popular uh, with the uh, whole MMA scene. So. I just think it's crazy because, like, I, on my show, I talk, you know, I get one, I'll have one guest. Yeah. And, but, like, it's a lot of work to try to get. Like, you're getting, like, five or six people together for a show. That's a lot of work. And if you, like, if you say something and you clown the wrong person, Adam could end up getting beat half to death. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy right here, Tamden McCrory, took a I six... I saw you six foot four. Six like foot that. four, took a five-year layoff, came back, won his first two fights in the UFC, straight knockout, I mean, in Bellator. Can I see his picture? Just came back I looked up UFC. and I saw he was six foot four and I thought he was pretty cute. Uh, he, he's, a, he's, he's from SUNY. <laughs> he's, he's from Binghamton. So, uh, hey, Tamden. Yeah. How's it going? You're on the M.A. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Mary Carey, uh, the <laughs> porn star slash governor, uh, as well. Governor. She ran for governor of California and oh, came man. in 10th out of, out of 145 people. Oh, uh, shit. So, oh, yeah. uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, and as well as Shang Forbes, very, very funny comic. You've seen him on Heroes, Showtime, Comedy yeah. Central. Bunch uh, of shit. Politically incorrect. How are you, Tamden? I'm good. I don't watch TV, so I don't know half these people you're talking about uh, or the shows. I'll send you some porn. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a crazy thing to start off the bat. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, what's up, man? Well, Tamden, yeah, she's gonna send you he? some porn. He, this isn't the best photo of Tam, either one of them. Tamden's wife is the weather woman in yeah. in uh, Binghamton. I need a better uh, photo. Than but this. she's actually the she's the morning anchor. She's not the weather woman. Oh, oh yeah, some, don't yeah. Give her some credit. Oh, she's yeah, the yeah. morning anchor. That's a big deal. What is this? It's in Binghamton in upstate. New York. That's where I went to college. Oh, well, I, I, not everyone knows where Bing, Bing, I don't know how so, to say it is. So Tamden. It sounded like it was in Alabama to me. Tamden, Sorry. you know, we had you yeah. on the show uh, a couple months ago. <laughs> you were still in Bellator at the time. You said to me, I'm not fucking around. I'm coming back and I'm beating some ass. Every, I mean, you're putting everyone on fucking watch. You came out. You got, you won the next Bellator fight. They signed you in the UFC. You beat a kid that was undefeated in the UFC. Uh, Josh Saman, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was undefeated. Uh, you 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 beat him up pretty bad. Then you jumped over the cage and gave Joe Rogan five uh, oh. <laughs> after the win, which was pretty damn impressive. Tell us about how that felt. Tell us about what went right. What's been going on with you? Well, um, I, I'm trying to cut back on my expletives, so I'm trying not to curse as much. Mm. You know, is but, that your uh, New Year's resolution? <laughs> what kind of fucking shit is that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah all right. <laughs> but um not it. It was uh it was sweet. Like obviously coming back to the UFC was a cool opportunity. Um it was kinda where you you know, you didn't you didn't leave the NFL and then go play someplace else, you know, you wanna get back to the NFL. So, you know, I felt great to be back in, but then at the same time you're like, Oh man, I really gotta if I I have to win because if not, everybody's gonna look at me like I'm some scrub. Like uh he should have been he should have never came back. Like he wasn't ready. But I uh, well, well, you know, well, I didn't wanna was it a five year? You said so, five years off. It took five years off for no reason. He got cut. He got b- bullshit cut. They cut him after one split decision right. loss, and then he said, "Fuck it, I'm 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 hanging out with my family. I'm I'm like I'm not even. I'm just raising a kid." And then and then he and then he got the bug. He got the bug and came back. 
came well, back I've strong. Been, I never lost the bug, man. I never lost the bug. It just ended up that I ended up, uh, you know, lifestyle circumstances at you and you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I could have made better decisions. I could have had some things gone a little bit better in my, my favor, but at, at the end of the day, man, you got to own where you're at and just make the most of it. So whatever, man, it's good to be back. And like I said, man, I want to make sure that I came back and made a statement. Um, I don't know if I made the best. I didn't, make the, I didn't know if I made the statement that I wanted to make, you know. But I, I put in a solid performance, and I displayed that I definitely have improved my skills since my last outing in the UFC, and and you know the fans got to see that. You did great. And by the way, if you look at the other guy you beat, it looked like a bully getting beat up by his tutor. I mean, that other guy was a fucking Adonis, man. He had like a 12-pack, just muscle on yeah. muscle. And Tam, to no offense, but, you know, you, you know, yeah. Got the dad bod, dude. I got the dad bod. <laughs> you got man. the dad bod. But you're just fucking people up, man. What What is this new Tamden 2.0? What's going on? Well, it's just the culmination of hard work, you know. It's very... It's very rare that you, I mean, like, people call it a comeback story. I don't like calling it a comeback story because it's, I don't really, I mean, I'm not really, I guess I'm, I'm coming back. I'm, 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 it's not a comeback. It's just an overcoming of adversity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I obviously reached, you know, I did well in my first stint, got cut, life threw me a, a lot of circumstances. I'm sure you guys will all read it in the book when I write it, but, um, like, you know, what, like what, what happened? Really, I, just, just stuff, man. Like, I don't. I'm saving those things because some of it's like very personal Yeah, and you know, you have a lot of relationships, a lot of different people and some people did you right, some people did you wrong. And some of those people are so, so tight. And, and for the sake of keeping the peace, I just, I just own it on myself and let it ride. You know, I, like I said, there's, I, there's no crying over it. There's no changing it. It all happened. And I've chosen a new path. I'm on it right now. And, you know, it's a blessing to at least be on that path a second time as opposed to some who never get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I could have never fought in the UFC again, and I'm still got more fights than half of you guys that would ever have it, you know? But uh, I'm not really one to rest on my laurels, and I think a lot of that was, you know, instilled in my time off, you know, just, just going through all the struggle and looking at where I was and realizing, man, I still have a lot more to accomplish and, and here I am and I'm on that path and, and it's a blessing to be able to do that, you know? What did, what did you change in the training when you came back as bef as you had before? Like, what in that time off did you change in your training? Did you go with different techniques or did you say, you know what, I'm going to get my stand-up stronger? I mean, what was it that made you say, okay, this is going to work better for me? I mean, part of it was just time. I mean, you got to think about it, dude. I was fighting in the UFC. I had barely started training for a year, you know, like maybe a year and a half. I was even training like MMA or anything like that and that type of thing. So I kind of rose to success really quickly. And I don't think that necessarily I might have had the, uh, you know, things got to settle in. You know, people talk about like, oh, getting your black belt in three years or two years or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or like, oh, I got my black belt so quick. But you like sometimes that stuff's got to settle, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think right. that, I think that like I, I had, I got like a really quick skill set that really worked for me and I was able to use it really well. Oh, okay. But then it didn't really like settle in for me. I mean, you got to think I was fought three years in the UFC and then I spent five years out. So, and, and you're talking about, I had a four year window of, of training when I was in my first day in the UFC. And then I had another five or actually six years post UFC where I was training and building, building my skill set and improving. So time was one thing. And then the other thing is just, I've spent a lot of time 
working on my jujitsu game with the guys at Team Balance and specifically uh, Dennis Sagru of Taikai Jiu-Jitsu up in Syracuse, New York. And he really, him and I really have a good vibe and he has a game that works really well with my style and, you know, my personality as, as him as a coach and me as an athlete. I didn't so realize, by the right way, there was a good synergy. I didn't realize that you were also a Greco-Roman champion. I had no idea that you actually had a big wrestling background. <laughs> Dude, that's like the only thing that I won. And I, I won, I took second at States when I was like in 10th grade. And that's about the only like real wrestling accomplishment I had. I mean, everything else, I was horrible at wrestling. Dude. Well, you took second, <laughs> I mean, I in, the second horrible, in, you took was, second in the state of New York in wrestling and that's terrible. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty uh, awesome. I, mean, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would, it was cadet and you know, I mean, it, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like, like, I'm not looking at like, I, I'm not the one to rest on my laurels. You know, it's like, I want, you know, you can go win a Naga tournament and call yourself a world champion, but really you ain't, you want a Naga son, you know, they get out. <laughs> of it. You know, I got a belt. I won the Naga belt, man, an expert division. Well, you had two guys in your division, bro. Are you really that expert? You know, come on, man. You're, you know very, what I'm you're, you're so, very humble. Now, did you grow up with John Jones? Actually, he's a he's a year younger than me. We wrestled against each other when we were kids. Who won? Um, he beat me. Come on, what the fuck, man? So I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't say that. All right, now, <laughs> so like you, I said, I wasn't that good at wrestling. I was not that good at wrestling. All right. If you were took second in the state, who cares? In Greco Roman in New York, you were pretty fucking good. Although I, I will admit, there was a kid named Jason Goldman. You know him. Yeah, I know Jason Goldman, man, he, the blonde bomber, right? Yeah, he was on my wrestling team in college, and he was, like, ranked fourth in the world in, in Greco. Wow. And, and then, like, D3, he took second in, like, D3. So it, it's a big difference. It, you know, you can become fourth in the world in Greco, and then you can, you're Division three. Not, you know, so there was a big it, difference. Um, it, it, yeah, but, I mean, it's, like, the same thing as, like, um, a lot of guys, you know. I mean, they'll go, like if you're good at the folk style wrestling, you'll you'll make the changes and you'll get good in the international circuit. But I mean, even like Kale Sanderson, like when he came out, you know, he he was like the undefeated god of collegiate wrestling. And then he, you know, it wasn't like he went out and then all of a sudden he was a world champion. You know, right, he had he right. had some, some struggles it's, and whatever. It's a big difference. Now, who are you calling out, man? Let's make some noise. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's let's get this fucking podcast some ratings. <laughs> who, who are we calling out? <laughs> I'm not really calling anybody. Oh, come out. on, come like, on, man! Like, Slipping like. Let me you... explain myself. Let me explain myself. Okay, and then you let me talking, dude. You call me to talk, and then you can say to talk over me. Ah, sorry. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm saying, right? I'm not really like, I'm not really calling anybody out. Like, I got an offer to, like, uh, Joe Silva asked me to fight if I want to fight January 30th. But really, going through the whole camp, I was really kind of. Yeah, yeah, right. Joe Silva asked me if I wanted to fight on January 30th, but I. I told him like, nah, man. It's just, I went through like a lot on this camp. Like, I got some things that are some in like long-standing things that could probably get get some uh, medical attention. So I'm I'm trying to kind of let my body heal, and I went through a lot to get to just this one fight. So I didn't want to jump in. To, to, I'd have to be training right now, and I got like four weeks to get ready for that fight. There's no way I could do it. And I'm sitting here packing up a lung, half dying right now up in upstate New York with this weather, getting hot, getting cold, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not really looking to call anybody out. What I will say is that <clears throat> my personality is that I'm I'm looking to take I'm looking for the challenge, you know, like um I I wanna get up I wanna climb the ranks. I don't wanna be one of these guys caught in the bowels of obscurity on the undercards. 
So I'm looking for, I'm hoping that I'll get matched up with a good name opponent and get some either, either pay-per-view main card says, you know what, if they put me against someone for me to be fed to the wolves against the odds are pretty much in my favor because given my underdog, my perpetual underdog status, I got a chance to make waves and that's what I want to do. I want to make waves. So I'm hoping that my next fight is going to be someone that is high in the rankings and matches up well against my style. And I can make another statement with another outing. That's it. But you know what? It's smart that you're waiting to get healthy. You know what I'm saying? If you have any kind of problems, you want to be a hundred percent when you go on the next one. So four four weeks is way too fucking short. I mean that yeah, that's yeah, crazy well, short. Six weeks. I would, six weeks. Well, yeah, still. Training, training, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And the other thing, right now, really, it's timing because my wife's pregnant. She's like in her third trimester right now. Nice. And with our first, with our daughter, um, she's turning four um, in February, but she came six weeks early. So my wife had a lot of complications with pregnancy and, and we like all of a sudden one day was like, Hey, you know, we had a baby that was supposed to be due at late March, early April. And she came in the middle of February. So, um, I have a son who's due late March, early April. So I'm not picking any fights until after the kids here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause gotcha. I don't want to be out somewhere where I'm training or I'm fighting and I'm gone. And my wife, call me up and be like well i'm heading into labor thinking that it should have been a month later but really it's yeah you know so because of that, real I'm kinda, he's a real dad yeah you don't want to miss Ma- you don't want to miss that you Mary, don't want to miss Kat, that mary stuff. do you have any questions for uh tamden um let's see. he's pretty he's explained himself very well yes i'm very impressed with his underdog status yes and that he recognizes how he can make waves so um kind of from a pr standpoint i think he's doing great Okay. Um, yeah, I'm very impressed with him. He's well spoken. Nice. Happy he has a wife with a baby and the news anchor. Nice. He's got a lot of things going on. All right. <laughs> that was very sweet. The very way sweet. Did. That was very sweet. Well, I just want to see you kick some more ass. I mean, I, I don't love, know what I she's love, saying. I love watching her fight. Yeah, I want. I just want to see you come out. And it's I always hear, like to hear stories like this because it's like you're coming back. I, not coming back. I know you don't like to hear that, but you you're back in the UFC. And if you get to the where you want to get. That's a fucking story to yeah. me, at least. And then you can sell lots of books. Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, the thing too is like I get these, I get these like these emails. Or like you know, I got a fan email, like through Facebook or whatever, and people are like, "Man, you're just like the everyman fighter. Like you don't look like anything special, but when you get out there, man, you're effing stuff up." And I'm like, "Hey, man, if that's if that's if, if that's the role that I got to play, then whatever. But you know, I'm uh, if that's unique." You know, it's different. I'm not the, that's the thing. We got these guys that are just picking cares of each other. Everybody's trying to talk smack and, you know, everybody, now Conor McGregor gets attention. So everybody wants to play this Conor McGregor thing and, you know, talk smack and get the next fight and get the big payday. And I'm just like, listen, I'm just here to crack heads. And if people don't like me because I crack heads, I don't know what else I can do for you. And the one thing that you can say is that I can say about any type of my outings or any of my fights is that win or lose, you know, that guy's going to be hurting when I get done with him. I love it. And it's going to be exciting. That's it. That's all you can look at. So I don't know. It's, it's I'd be very hard if you're an actual fight fan to not like my style. And that's the way I want to do it. I want, I want people to remember me. I want to have a legacy. I want when they do that next UFC encyclopedia, I get like a two page spread and say that little bottom corner where they got me right now in the first encyclopedia. I'm not happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, listen, Barncat, uh, thank you for being on the show. Love having you on the show, man. Uh, always a fan for life. And uh, good luck with the next baby. Yeah, congratulations, and, uh, man. Uh, thank you for everything, man. Thanks, guys.
Yeah. Thank you. That's Thank cool. you, man. Make cool sh- shit. All right. I'll talk yeah, to you. Yeah, make sure you guys follow me on Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the Barncat MMA. Uh, we will do. Thanks a lot, buddy. I just, right, follow, I just followed him on Twitter. All right. Um, that that uh, interview was brought to you by Decipher, the, uh, the lifestyle firm. Everyone needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from an outside perspective. Call Decipher today at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622, as well as tip a fighter. Fighters are so underpaid, it's gross, okay? And now the fans can make a difference. It's gross. They could They could actually tip the fighters while they're fighting. How fucking cool is that? Fighters, get with this. Make some more money. You're in there anyway. Uh, also, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports memorabilia and uh, celebrity events. Okay, check them out, AIASE.com. That's a lot of vowels. So how are you, babe? <laughs> a lot of vowels followed by an S. You yes. just pop, 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 pop. A-I-E-I-A-E-I-O-U. I, I wanted to say something. He, he <laughs> made a good point. Like, Mc, McGregor Sorry. has brought, like, a lot of guys. His swagger is so fucking high. If you yeah. look at McGregor's swagger, I'm, other than Chael Sonnen, I haven't seen anybody like him. Have you seen anybody even close to him? Uh, Well, it's funny because, like, it's funny because, like, Floyd Mayweather said recently that he thinks it's racist that people uh, gravitate towards McGregor and not Mayweather. And I think that's that's not true, actually. I don't think it's racist. Uh, I think it's just, number one, people like the way he fights better. Mayweather is a brilliant fighter, but he's not necessarily a big fan appeasing fighter where you're going to see him win. And if you're a true, true boxing fan who likes technical defense of boxing, you're like, this is my guy. Whereas McGregor is just fucking knocking out Aldo in eight seconds. Uh, He's also knocking out Mendez. He also knocked out. Can't really say the Mendez one. I don't count. He still knocked him out. Yeah, but you know what? He only had a, uh, he didn't have enough time to train. I think if he had enough time to train, it'd be a whole different ball game. You're right. But what happened was he knocked him out. Uh, I was so mad about that one, man. (laughs) He also knocked out Brandau. He he knocked out Dustin Poirier. If Mayweather had knocked out four of his last five guys, I think maybe people would be a little bit more in in one round. But you know what Mayweather was saying that is is Floyd said the same shit. He was saying the truth. It wasn't like Floyd was talking shit that wasn't the truth. And he gets pissed on. They piss on him about telling the truth. Whereas in McGregor, he's exalted. At the same time, Floyd... I like Greg McGregor better. I like, at the same time, Floyd actually... Whether or not he ran from Manny or whatever happened, he didn't fight Pacquiao for five years, okay? McGregor wants to go to 155 and fight Dos Anjos, his next fight. He wants Which to is fight, insane. But he wants to fight the champ at 155. Yeah. So people are going to gravitate towards a guy like that. No, I like you know? McGregor. I like McGregor. It's just that I I, I read that and I was like, okay, I, I kind of see what Floyd's saying because I am a huge Floyd fan, but um, I like McGregor swagger. I think it is bullshit, though, that in a sport— a guy like McGregor, they're saying, is going to be the first guy to make $5 million, $10 million. They're saying yeah, 100, way more than 100 million. They're way saying. more than that. He's going to make wow. way more than that. And Aljamain Sterling gets 20000 and 20000 And Aljamain, I mean, I, you know, people are not running to go see Aljamain Sterling. That's the thing, too. Right. As much as they have to be good fighters, they also have to be a good personality. A good and personality. Be, and be someone that draws no, people in and, and stuff You know like why that. I can't? You know what? Silva really wasn't a shit talker. You know, Silva, I think it was still, even though he lost, I'm, don't say shit. I think because you're going to say Weidman. But I'm saying he lost too, but I'm saying Silva didn't talk shit and still was one of the greatest to ever fucking but step did, in the But Optimum. Silva didn't, ha- didn't create the phenom that, uh, that Conor McGregor has. Uh, no, no, but I still, st- still think that he's still. Oh, he's, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I'm, he's done shit that I've never seen done. At the same time, uh, <laughs> but a big personality his- makes more money for, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, you can be like, 
you know, the hottest girl in the world, but if you have zero personality, it only gets you so far. So if the fighter, you know, like I think it's, you can be the best fighter, but if there's someone who's not quite as good, but makes a big show and is going to get more. Who's a hot porn star with are, a bad personality? Um, I think all porn well, stars have good personality. I think a lot of them are dumb. Like really dumb. Like really dumb and like drug addicted. I mean, like, uh, I mean, it's horrible to say, but it's the truth. I mean, I deal with a different porn star every Tuesday and, you know, yeah, and they're, so. you're just saying, you know, they fuck good, but they're dumb. Um, but in my attitude, I don't think they're like, all dumb. The ones I'm friends with, good. if you're friends with me, just know you're smart. Really? <laughs> That's complete bullshit. I'm sure you I'm have friends some friends. Dumb ones. Okay, if you're my you don't friend, have a few fucktard dumb people. My yeah. friends are all smart. I have some friends that are dumb as hell. Uh, Frighteningly dumb. Like, no, I have a friend that's not they, a porn star that's really dumb. I actually want to set you up with her. Oh, thank you. Because, no. Well, wow, thank you for well, no. setting me up with the chick no, that licks here's windows. No, why. Because she, <laughs> she, that's horrible. No, because she likes cats. That's why? Because I and have cats? And she's blonde and she's really dumb and like. Is she an ex-co-host of yours? Um, no, oh, no, okay. no. So wait a minute. You want to set him up because, well, because she's dumb. Is, he's a t- because <laughs> no, because, because she likes cats and she's hot and she's dumb. But like, well, I don't know though. I, mean, I was the dumb thinking, thing, cause I was thinking, cause I the, thought you drove around with your cat. Like set I set me up for like a hookup or set me up like, like a I think you guys could like hang out and have sex a couple times okay. and she'll think you guys are dating. But you will just say you're fucking her. Well, you're a really good friend. Wow, that's wow, that's a hookup. I've never had a friend no, hook me up with like, a girl like that. I, but I just think it'd be cool because, like, you know, like, like I said today, I thought about it because I thought you drew. I thought Adam drove around with like cats in his car. I don't, but he doesn't. But I thought he did. So today that I was like, sounds. I was like, Adam. No, just, I've, no, I've never heard that. About no, me. I know. I, I didn't know, but I thought he did because I thought he had massive cat hair. But it turns out it's dog hair. Yeah. But I knew he had cats, so. I was thinking today, like Adam. So you think Adam was wrong? wrong. No, I was picturing him like yeah. I, am, I am looking I was, for. No, I, I even sent him a text today. I was like, "Do you have cat hair everywhere?" And then I was like, "I think it's so nice to travel with your cats because I, I thought like how normal to take their dogs. I thought Adam was like putting his cats in the car and driving around. So come on, Missy. Then, then it came. Out, I just had this like thing. I was like, "Oh my god, Adam and Alicia. Alicia's the dumb girl with the cat. Yeah, like literally every hour you can you can talk to her about anything. She'll just show you a picture of her cat. Oh god, I, I won't be able to deal with that. Honestly. No, but no, but you. It'd be fun just to have sex." with her why just, do it, just because she's good at sex i don't know if she's that good but like she'll do it <laughs> well, she's hot i don't know how she's, i feel about this uh but i'm, I'm giving you, you somebody that's dumb maybe subpar sexually <laughs> but, but she likes cats no, I, I, don't, I don't know how she's I got feel great about... real boobs really that's, um, that's a plus i'm gonna show you her picture you she's know what really I, I actually I, i'm like no, I'm actually i think i'm over this wait whole... here's a picture on her instagram from the other day all right. It's her cat. I don't want to see <laughs> no, a picture of her no, cat. No, just hit back. I, mean, I want to see her. Start, I don't right? want to see her cat. Yeah, okay. wow. It's funny. Oh, I, had, here, here. I, I had a couple funny. She's great real boobs. Oh, let me see. She loves cats. She loves cats. Oh, I can't, except how it keeps going back. Okay. I can't see it. Well, I want you to I see, want to see it. I want to see it. It's funny okay, though. I'll I had a couple funny Tinder stories, by the way. Oh, uh, you're on there. She's on Tinder. I, w- I was on Tinder. What's was, your age range? She, uh, she's 29. It was pretty funny because what I did was uh, I, I saw I, I went up to the girl. I'm like, hey, uh, beautiful. We have a lot in common, right? And then everybody uh, responds to that. That's a little Honestly, Photoshop. If, guys, but... if you're on Tinder <laughs> and you want to pick up a chick, just say, hey, whatever the girl's name is. It looks like, It seems like we have a lot in common. Because every girl wants to hear about themselves. So, so, so they want to hear exactly what you're going to say back. So then the girl's like, oh, what do we have in common, right? So I just copied and pasted her interests 
And then go, no, you didn't. Yeah, I don't believe and, you. And I swear to God, I want to see. And pictures. I was like, we both like. And then I just put that. That's a genius idea. <laughs> She's like, he he just he knows me. Oh, it was. Oh you my must God. gargle your so balls. If, we were, if I was on Tinder and I was like, I love Cardio Bar, would you be like, I love Cardio Bar? So, and I would start questioning. It was you on so it. obvious because, like, I want to literally here. I'll tell you, I did exactly it. This I, is I so actually, funny. But did it work? Uh, she hasn't responded yet. So uh, she figured out what you did. So it's not no, a good but idea. It's, but it, no, that was so funny. Like I, I, she, I go, I go, she goes, hi, sunshine. Good. What else she do you have in sunshine? common? Right. So I go, yeah. I just copied and pasted. I go, we are both open-minded down to earth, laid back li- from Kansas, living in LA now, <laughs> fun, loving, happy, grounded, great friends and family. I feel I have a great sense of humor. Uh, quote, you gotta have one too. Love a good festival, sports. Yes. Love to go to football games, yoga, hike, running, getting together with friends looking for someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously knows what they want games aren't really my thing honestly up front like <laughs> I just wow. put exactly. well, girls, how does she that? not know that that's what she wrote in her own shit <laughs> so then that, she does then she wrote I guess we are super similar <laughs> like, so like I thought that was pretty that, wait that guys see what she looks like can you show me a picture she, she wasn't that cute it, I still want to see her it was pretty I want to see her but I've never funny. been on Tinder is Tinder I haven't been on Tinder either ridiculous. I used ridiculous. to be on plenty you of fish you won't show me what she looks like you won't show me that means she's really bad yeah. no uh, 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 i got i got so much tail on pr- plenty of fish she's cute. like oh, plenty plenty oh, of fish was she's, she's really cute though she looks good for age so uh but no but what's funny though is that so then there was a girl on tinder we talked about this last time but before it got uh, the podcast got deleted from monday by the way don't even get me started so what it, it will never come out yes so that uh, was a good I know. Oh, I, wow. I, it was just, it wasn't nothing I did. Trust okay, me. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. So, anyway, we talked about this. There was a girl on Tinder, right? So, I'm, I'm, at one point, I'm just bored and swiping right at everyone. I'm like, yeah, whatever, just whatever, to whatever. see it. So, yeah. then this girl goes right back. She writes back, I, I, love, uh, I, I love straight guys. And I'm like, that's kind of weird yeah. to say that. So then I look and it says, uh, I love watching Walking Dead, yoga, <laughs> and I'm a transsexual. And I was oh. like, uh, that should be the first thing you put. <laughs> yeah, I'm a transsexual. Yeah, out of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. That, so I, I obviously unmatched. Obviously, that's not really what I'm looking for. Uh, but so, so, <laughs> so. I want to know why do some guys really like the tranny thing? I don't know why guys like it. it straight. But, but no, it, that's the first thing you say. That's right. Would you have, have, have you had dick. sex with a tranny? <laughs> huh? Have you had sex with a tranny? No, you haven't. No, yeah, no. But, right? What did you say last either. time? You should have a picture with you holding, <laughs> holding your, your dick. You should be yeah. a picture of you holding your dick. I agree. I think a tranny should tell <laughs> people up front. It's oh, not yeah, fair oh, to hide it. Me? Are you kidding me? The thing is, I I know this sounds like I'm not a murderer, but if you trick me that way, I'm allowed to kill you. Really? Yeah, flat out. If you come, if on. I come over and like I, I pull out my out, dick, she's grabbing her and you pull out your dick, said, then one of us got to die. No, no. you can't. <laughs> One of us gotta fucking gotta go. Come on, I gotta fucking. I like I'm to choke know those guys death. that are very straight because I feel like so many guys are into trannies now. Too. No, well, I definitely would probably throw up and run away and cry. Oh, that's no, so good to know. Like, some guys no. still like pussy. Up no, there. tell me you have a dick. No, if I if I am talking to you and there's some that look flawless. Yeah, no, there's some that are beautiful. And then I get I'm home alive. with you and we even if we anything happens and you pull out a dick. I got I got to stand. You would honestly kill someone. I it would be I'd beat them badly. Because okay. it's a guy. Because technically, not fucking. You're not it's fighting not like a girl. A pump. I'm not beating you're up not a girl. Fighting a girl. So. And he, if he better, no, it is a girl. It's technically a girl. It's but it's a guy a girl. with a, pe- he better, a penis. He better have skills because he's getting <laughs> Wait, so elbows tra- to the fucking face. Wait, is a tranny considered? They're considered with a girl. A girl? And if, it's Even actually, if they still have the penis, and they're making it a law now. I oh, guess wow. in New York, what? There, supposedly there's a law where if you call a transgender a guy, you can get arrested. I mean, I'm friends <laughs> with a lot of couple trans. I don't think that's No, I just no. I think that if you are on any 
match site or fucking whatever it's called, tranny site or whatever. Yeah. The fuck. No, you should. That should be first. That should be the first thing I agree. before the hiking and then and, yeah. and the yoga. And Walking Dead. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to be dead. You, I can't. No, I mean that's bullshit. That's like if you you're you're dating somebody for a while and then they say, "I just want you to know I used to be a man." Yeah, you gotta go. That's you gotta no, go. I, agree. I, I don't know. I'm don't allowed know to what... choke you out. I'm allowed to choke you out. Uh, there is no tapping in that. I'm choking you to fuck out. You tranny. I should have saw the Adam's apple. That's the thing. Yeah, that's. But yeah. some of them are fucking cute. No, there's a lot real. of girls. I have a lot of friends that are trans. They're very beautiful, and you would They're never very know. Beautiful. And now, they do like sometimes do play tricks. Like, yeah, still, don't play tricks. Like, yeah, like that's not really now, a trick. And they're gonna hear this podcast. I'm gonna get jumped by like four trannies. I love them. But like a trick is like ta da, and you clap at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's a trick. That's not really like. Oh, it's a rabbit. Yeah, it's not really. I got Applause there. There's more. But I'm just the thing is worst magician ever. Is <laughs> <laughs> that his dick? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, like I've gone on set plenty of fish, which is awesome because I literally was like five for five. Like I literally slept with five for Every five. Every girl you went out with them? No, I, I literally I I I'd meet them. Oh, fuck, meet him. Fuck, meet wow. Fuck. Like five in a row. All, I was like, they all fuck I on the first date. All of them. Wow. And and that wow. was it was I was a pretty so good. You got you got plenty of crabs. I, I always think it's crazy that regular. I always didn't know regular like normal chicks did that. No, she's like man, the girls. third one was super normal. It's just I think she was used to going out with like really normal dudes. So, so when you tried to fuck her, she wasn't like her guard wasn't up. She's no, like, I I pushed her against the wall and and held her neck, and then then she went oh, and I said it's a wrap. I I'm definitely. Wait, what happened? Wow. No, she was trying to act like real. Like I, I zoned out and I held aside. You're, you're pushing girls against. <laughs> no, the wall. I pushed her against the wall because she was trying to act. We're like, no, I don't know. And I pushed her against the wall, and I, I don't know why. I was in an aggressive mood. I was like, shut up. And I grabbed her neck, and I ain't grab her neck. What like, are you, no, Bill I Cosby? Like no, no, I like it. I like it. I like Yellow that. pudding. And, and, then, and then she was in, wait, 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 and she was into this. Uh huh. She got into it very quickly. Wow. And Do you think maybe she was scared or like? No, because <laughs> when I let her go, when she she gave me one of the best blowjobs in the world. Wow! wow. I wanted to buy her gifts. I feel did like I a, need to pay your cable bill. Did you have a gun to her head while this is going on? No, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no. that's that's. I no, hear I mean she. For some reason, she seemed like she was one of those girls that's always been with guys that are very like, hey. Let me just. Oh, hold I know, you. but there are some girls though that like she annoy the fuck out of me because some girls that are like, no, yes, yes, no, and I'm like, dude, it's this is 2016. You got to either say yes or no, or you got to say yeah. no. no I just, it was no conversation. No, it I think it's because a girl wants to. She doesn't want you to think that she does that all the time, so she's pretend like she really does want to have sex. Like I always tell people, I would have sex on the first date, or I probably won't have sex with you at all because if you really want to fuck someone, you you want to you, do it. Like, you know, you have that attraction. So and how many I'm, how many first to, like, dates have you fucked guys on? I you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You don't even know? You lost count? <laughs> Not that many. I've only been with like three guys. So. Oh, wait, no, the last podcast, you said Chris Kirkpatrick. I still don't know if I slept with him, though. You don't mean you don't know if you slept because with him. Because every, every night we were together, we'd get fucked up, and I'd wake up in the morning in his bed. I still to this day don't know if Chances I Chances are you fucked. Was there semen in you? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, you don't, you don't, I don't know? I don't know. Okay, with your condoms that was like around the bed? Years, like, right, and I don't know. <laughs> He was always concept? up before me. I was on a lot of alcohol and Xanax at the time. It All was right, like so we had right that. before Celebrity Rehab. We so had I Rico like, Rodriguez. Yeah. Well, uh, Rico and I, we didn't fuck in the first thing because we knew each other for three weeks in Celebrity Rehab. He used to drive me to like the aftercare program. So we knew each other so for we months Cole Miller. before we ever slept. Cole and I had talked for like Stephen two months. Stephen Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin, we didn't have sex. Daniel okay. just like wanted to look at naked pictures. He tried. But no, uh, Cole Miller and I talked for like six weeks. Like we were talking on MySpace on the phone before we finally went out. And then there was that guy that was the big agent. 
That, that you, the, oh, David Weintraub. David Weintraub. No, we were fr- we were friends for like three or four months, and I was trying with him, but you like, and then we um we hooked up on my after my high school reunion we went to in Florida, and then we had dated for like a while. So you had sex with him? Yeah, but not for like a month. We were like we were just good friends. And then so you this, just, so no first date. So this I'm gonna find a first date. One. Hold on. No first date. And then was Tracy awesome. McGrady. Well, Tracy, I met him. I met him years ago. Then I saw him at a game. Wow. And then he flew me. Your he resume flew me, is He awesome. flew me out like a month later, but we had talked for like a month, and then he flew me out, and then we finally like we got to my you know. Got to the hotel after his game. James so Harden? Did, I don't know. I didn't have to. Oh, you just him. saw his dick? No, no, no. It was Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Dick. Dwight Howard. No, wow. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Yeah, we talked. To, <laughs> I mean, Dwight and I met at LAX and we talked for like six, seven weeks. I mean, he used to give me Bible verses to read and, you know. No, I'm <laughs> not even joking. How do you get to Bible verse and thy shall show you my rod? How do um, because we were, you, how because did you we were get like, to that? We, were, we would talk the- and like when he started doing the Bible verse thing, I would give my phone to my assistant at the time, this girl Amelia, and like I would have her like look up the verse what? to come up with things to respond to. <laughs> no, but no. then he would like, we were talking on like on AOL, uh, like Insta Messenger. You have a, a awesome life. Thou shall show you my rod. Yeah, no, that my was rod because- and my step. No, that's a whole other story. I told that last time, but he, yeah, he. Um, that's creepy to me. Anybody that reads no, the Bible then wants it. to show no, you their No, it was dick. like it was in person. No, he thought we were gonna have like. I think you know, he, he was under the impression after like talking for six or seven weeks that we were gonna date, and I totally, or at least fuck. I think he thought we were gonna fuck. I don't think we plan on dating, and I totally was going to. It's just then I met Chris Kirkpatrick. I got like sidetracked when I was in Orlando, so I'm still going to Dwight's. I ended up at Chris's house. And um, I just started thinking in my head, I'm like, well, Chris is a better boyfriend material because he's like former in singer. He's older than me. Dwight's like 21. I was 26 at the time. Dwight's on the rise in the NBA. So Dwight's just going to want to fuck where Chris and I could like date. And now so I chose Chris yeah. over Dwight. And then rappers, she said the whole list of rappers, but she wouldn't say who. <laughs> not a lot of rappers. Uh, how many? What, name one. Buster Rhymes? Name one. No. Kidding. You better not say Buster Rhymes. I can name the first rapper that like flew me out to meet him that I didn't have sex with, but flew me out, my friends I talked to. And Who's that? That was Eminem. Eminem, yeah, flew you out in two thousand and four. Yes, and did he? Did he try? It was to... I lost Best New Starlet at eight. Wait, did, did, so did he try to bang you? Well, it's like a very complicated story. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, no, co- he tried you the first night. Like he called. Like I lost Best New Starlet. I was crying, and then um, the owner of New Sensations, Fifty Cent, had just done a movie with them. So I was crying, and she's like, "I can cheer you up." I'm like, "Nothing will cheer me up." And I was married at the time, my first husband, and. Um, when we first, my husband and I met, like the first thing I said was my one out was Eminem. And I was just like a stripper in Florida. And like three years later, Eminem, like, he's like, Eminem wants to meet you. And he was, I'm like, I'm going. He's like, no, you can't. We're married. I was like, no, but that's my one out. Remember, as I get to go fuck Eminem. Wow. So, yeah. And then I so he flies you to Detroit? I asked, him, I asked him why he liked me. He said, I looked like, I think Mariah and Kim combined. Was oh, yeah. Answer. I can see it. I was happy about the Mariah. I wasn't so happy about the Kim part. But Oh, his ex wife, Kim. Yeah. I wanted to okay, go. so he flies I, you to Detroit. Well, no, no, no. Then we, like, I, that night I was supposed to, they were sending a limo for me and I was supposed to go meet him at um, the Palms but then like when I got to my room to go change at my award show dress my husband at the time smashed my phone so I had no way to communicate with like anyone like to figure out like I was supposed to call her to find out where to go to the limo like I couldn't you know right so then I just tried going to the Palms with a bunch of my porn star friends and finding him but that didn't work we didn't know, okay. you know so then like a week later I thought my chances were blown and then like a week later um, the lady the, the owner of the porn company uh, gave my number to his assistant or manager or PR guy I don't know Mark LaBelle Mark about, and then he would set up phone calls and stuff, and then he flew me out to see him. And then, did you, what happened? And I don't know. Things took a really bad turn. Um, Why? Well, we got really drunk before we even got there. Me and my friends, and then they somehow I recruited like ten strippers from the private D twelve concert. So we had like twenty girls in my room. Somehow, like they were, we were smoking weed and doing coke while being drunk, and then like things get a little foggy. I remember meeting him. I remember he was like shorter than me. Uh, he had big blue eyes. I know I called proof Obi Trice, and that was like he was very offended. 
Um, no, he was. He was very offended. Right. And, um, yeah, I don't really remember. Like, we what do you mean you don't this, remember? That, then, I had things are like, I was really, I had been drinking for like six hours. I did you wake up next to him? No, 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 no. I woke up with my friend Hannah Harper. Okay, so you didn't actually, did you, no, no, did no, you no, make just, out with him? I don't think so, no. Did you give him a blowjob? No. Nothing. I don't, I don't really, things just like, I think things went really bad when, Jang, when we finally I, like got I, to meet I, each other. I don't other. know what the fuck site is. Okay, <laughs> no. all right, well listen. But, but yeah, so this, this is a very different situation. Chris Patrick, I know I slept in bed with. Like I woke up okay. numerous times in bed with you him. You have to remember the people that you fucked. Well, now I do. I had a, I had a, <laughs> no, that's one of the things that you have to put on no, your list. Oh my God, there was this one time I was dating this guy from the Bloodhound Gang. You guys remember Bloodhound Gang? Yeah. Um, Evil Jared, he was like the six foot, yeah. he was the bass player. So, so we had met, on the, so, yeah. I met him on the Howard Stern show. It got me all fucked up and then like a couple months later he MySpace me like, I'm coming to LA, I want to hang out and I was like, oh yeah, that was the hot guy from Bloodhound Gang and um, which I actually didn't even remember, well that was a whole other story I didn't remember but we got together and we like kind of were seeing each other for like a couple months and he was at that, what was it called? The NAM convention. Yeah. So I got super wasted. Apparently we had sex. And the next morning when I woke up, I like looked up. I was like, did we have sex last night? He's like, you said it was the best ever. Wow. So I apparently. I like, would say that too. So you have a list of guys you fucked and a guys you might have fucked. Well, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> you have two lists. The maybes. Yeah. And the people definitely. I fucked, people I might have fucked. People. Well, I knew I had fucked him before though. Like before that night. We Any had fighters? Um, we did this last Nicole time. Nicole Miller Rodriguez. and Rico Rodriguez. Now, speaking of fighters, we do have another call. Uh, so CM Punk, by the way, blocked me on Twitter. CM Punk, if you guys don't know. Yeah, remember you said that. I'm he like, blocked me because I said he's, in the, new, him he's shit, in the new though. He's in the new UFC video game. And I said, but however, all his character does is watch everyone else fight. And that was a simple <laughs> joke. Funny. Anyway, if you don't know who CM Punk is, Mary, CM Punk, can I show me a picture? he was the WWE oh. champion. He's is he got, friends with China? He is one of the biggest stars in the WWE. Like by right now? Far. Like like now? Yeah. Well, not before. anymore. He was. He, he was. He was a champion. Was he as big as my friend China? Way big. Way he's like, got not like, even insane. He's got yeah. like 10 million followers on Twitter. China's really so he's, he's in his, he's 38 years old. He oh, can, and he, and he, he, he says, I want to do real, real fighting. He has oh. taken jujitsu before. I thought you said if you were over 35 though, and you decided to become a fighter, you're too well, old. Well, here's the catch, okay? Yeah. He had never really had any combat fighting experience. Okay. But the UFC being, you know, hey, listen, it's a money. We're a business. A, we're a business. They hired him, right? So now he's been training with Ben Askren, Anthony Pettis, all the guys at Rufus Sport, but they can't really find a guy to fight him because we don't know how good he really is. Can he take a punch? Uh... Can't they test him while he's in practice? According though? to some guys in his camp, one guy we had on the show said he's a badass in, in, in practice. Other people who I've talked to at Rufus Sports say he, he, he's just not ready for the UFC. It's a different so, level. Different level. Well, so, then WWE, yes. Supposedly, <laughs> they're now, they found, so now the UFC, Dana White's doing a show called uh, basically Looking for a Fight, where he's going around the country to amateur shows, actually mm. pro shows, That's looking big, yeah. for a guy to fight CM Punk. Wow. Now, word on the street is they found the guy to fight CM Punk. Uh, they found this guy who we're going to be talking to right now. He's from New Jersey. Oh God, you built it up. I thought he was going to talk to CM. No, CM won't fucking talk to me. No, he, <laughs> he, that's who he was giving shit to. Well, I well, I'm making jokes about nice it because about it's him. a funny joke. It's a funny, it, it is. A, it's a as great of, joke. As of now, it's like a guy who. Uh, I, I give, feel like you were being very flat. Like, I, I kind of no, like. No, I give I the guy a ton of credit. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, honestly, 
You made me like this guy. I'm like, I want to meet him. See, I think it's bullshit, even though UFC, no wrestling background, no jujitsu background. No, he has jujitsu background. But they're taking off his popularity, No kickboxing, no boxing. Well, not only that, but, you know, I give the guy credit. The guy's got balls of steel. He could easily. He also wants to keep his career going. Well, he could easily retire right now. You think so? Oh, he's probably made. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's huge. And he doesn't have to do anything. He's got a beautiful wife. Uh, one of the, the yeah. diva girls. I don't know her name. I'm not a huge wrestling fan anymore. I stopped uh, when Ricky Steamboat lost. Okay, but <laughs> so we're going to talk to Mickey Gall, who okay. supposedly ran into Dana White last week. And Dana, supposedly this What's guy's today? number one. He's from New Jersey. Hello? Hey, Ms. Mickey Gall. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Mary Carey, the adult film starlet, as well as Shang, very funny yes. comedian. How are you, man? I'm great. What's going on, guys? So it seems like you, this is like a real-life Rocky going on, where uh, like CM Punk, I wouldn't say he he was uh, Apollo Creed, because he did, but basically they're looking for a guy. This guy is a money guy. You're a guy. You're 1-0. You're a blue-collar guy. And all of a sudden, you run into Dana White, and you convince him that you should be the guy, correct? Yes, sir. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. Now, how did, um, how, what did you say to Dana? Um, so yeah, when I found out who was going to be, um, at the fight, I immediately was like, all right, I got to call out CM Punk, man. It was so obvious to me. Who am I, like, who else am I going to call out? Robbie Lawler or something? No, I, I would never get that fight. But CM Punk, that's, that's doable. He's 0-0. I, I knew I was going to be 1-0. So what I said after the, after the fight, I go, um, I, I didn't know if he had an opponent, but I'd love to fight CM Punk. And then I went up to him and I explained the same thing saying, Hey, I'm, I'm 1-0 now. He's 0-0. That's that's a like record. That the commission will approve that, and I, you know I want to be able to put a put a show on for everybody. And that's just huge. That just be huge for me, you know. Now, how do you know the date? Now, now, how did it all of a sudden? Because all of a sudden in the MMA media, it blew up just last week. They go, "Hey, it looks like CM Punk. We have a guy, and you're the name." Everyone keeps talking about. Why is that? I think it's because of the looking for uh, Dana White looking for a fight show that just came out. Um, everyone saw it. They're like, who is this kid that just, uh, you know, they gave me a lot of screen time on that. Um, like a whole, a whole nice segment, which I must have watched, you know, 15 times. And, uh, I guess, you know, who people want to see that guy fight. He's a big, he's a big star in his sport. And, uh, we've been waiting for him to fight for forever. And I'm very ready. I'm very ready to fight him. So I, I would love it. So what's your background? Um, I've done jiu-jitsu since I was 16 under David Beebe, and uh, wow. uh, I started doing MMA with um, an AMA fight club, you know, with Jimmy and Dan Miller, Charlie Brennan, a whole bunch of tough guys over there. You, you um, wait, but you, with Big Jim? Jim Miller? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, Big Jim Miller, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah I trained oh, with, you know, yeah, I know, Jim yeah, Miller, I know. yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, I've been training with them for years. So you're a, you're a brown belt. Did you have any wrestling background or, or a boxing background? Uh, I wrestled my senior year, uh, high school. I, I was pretty average. I, I was like, like five hundred. I started, but I, you know, I didn't take to it as, as quickly. Hey man, um, starting a senior year being five hundred is pretty damn good. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, you know, I, I got five, but I, I've been doing jujitsu for two years. A couple of times, I get taken down and I, I grab a guillotine and have to flop over to my stomach like an idiot. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I, and I box like a little bit. Like I get up early. I was playing other sports. But uh, I always love combat sports, man. They're like, they're the you know, it's the ultimate. So I did a little boxing when I was younger, not much. So what do you do for a job? How do you how do you pay your rent? 
Uh, I teach classes now. I used to, uh, I teach um, at a couple gyms. Um, I actually used to, I used to teach kids classes at the at Jim and Dan Gym, Miller Brothers MMA. And now I'm teaching uh, MMA at David D's Gym, which is Grace, New Jersey. I used to drive a bread truck overnight, which sucks, man. But I'm <laughs> happy to be retired from that now. So, okay, so you're a blue-collar guy. Uh, you, do you have a girlfriend? Uh, not really. No, so, I, I'm starting to have one now. Now, you do realize, if you get this fight, and you're in the UFC, and you fight CM Punk... And if you beat his ass... You're instantly going to be a star. I mean, Pete, you're going to be on the countdown special. They're all going to be looking at you. You're going to get... Uh, are you ready for the amount of pussy and the amount of uh, <laughs> attention that you're going to get? You know, man... I gotta say, uh, I'm 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 pretty satisfied right now. Uh, I, I I have a, a, a pretty, I have a really cool girl in my life. <laughs> oh, no. All right, I mean this is big. I mean this, this is this, really big. This, this could be He's big. A politically correct answer. Right. You know you want to go fuck a bunch I know of you're bitches. I'm probably gonna bust my ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you, I mean do, I mean CM Punk. I mean physically, Long he still that. looks like he. But. He could That's go. <laughs> now, are you now? A lot of people uh, they wanted to know: Are you worried about CM Punk's? Uh, now, are you trying to get me in trouble, Adam Hunter? <laughs> are you worried about CM Punk's ground game, or are you, are you worried about? I mean, what are you about losing the CM Punk? I mean, is there any doubt that he could that guy could beat you? Are you trying to CM Punk me? No, I'm just saying. I like you. Are you nervous at all? Uh, hello, can you hear me? Excuse me, I, I couldn't hear you. Said. Are you nervous at all about CM Punk's ground game? What ground no, I'm game? I'm not nervous. <laughs> Now, uh, I'm not nervous to see him punk. Now I, I want that fight. I want that fight bad. I, I'd be, I, you know, I'd be a lucky guy to get that fight. Uh, but I mean, he is training with Anthony Pettis, Ben Askren, Duke Rufus. Supposedly, he's got some great kicks. I mean, you know, I, yep. I, yeah, man, I, I respect. It. I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll tell you, if I get that fight, I'm gonna be nervous as hell because I get. If I get beat by CM Punk, I'm gonna look like a real asshole, especially <laughs> after all this campaigning I'm doing for it. Um. I, but I, I don't see it happening, man. I, 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 can't, I can't even imagine it happening. I'll be nervous. I'll be ready. But I'm going to get the job done if I get to fight CM Punk. All right. So let's pretend I'm, I'm, let's pretend I'm CM Punk, right? So I'm like, so, uh, Mickey, uh, you know, you, you have no idea how, how good I am and how hard I've been trying and how hard I've been working. Um, <laughs> this is a good CM I Punk. I think that I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, CM, you, you've been wrestling. You've been doing clotheslines for the past 10 years. You've been doing jump off the rope. I don't know if finish and move. I'm more of a Stone Cold Steve Austin guy myself. Ho, ho, ho. That's really I, creative. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the old wrestling gimmick. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's what he is, man. Oh, uh, listen, Mickey. That's what he, and that's, that's, all, that's his tough talk. If he's tough talk, I mean, he's still he's just doing his old job. Uh, Mickey, you're not at my level. Uh, I will beat your ass. I will fuck you up. Uh, you are nothing. You're a, you're a, a, a kid from New Jersey teaching classes. You're not at my level. You know what? You're you know what? Damn, you're right, man. Let's ask, tell Dana to do the fight. You're right, bro. You'll beat me. Let's do it. Oh, you already admitted that I'm going to beat you. Why would I want to fight you? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. As, as long as you want to fight me, Sam, that's all. All right. Okay, we got to work on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, got to work on that. I have nothing but nice things to say about Sam Punk. Oh, come on. I, no. I, I'd, you love, gotta... I'd, love, I'd love for him to give me the privilege of letting me fight him. Well, let, let me ask you this. Okay, so say you go in and you, you beat the brakes off this dude. And and it, people, will you think you get any credit? Because Sam Punk is still 38, 
38 years old, 36, something? 38, yeah. He's 38, 38. Yeah, 38 years old. He's a little bit older. Now, he's fit, but still, he's not trained. Yeah, but this kid, trained. Mickey's only 1-0, and too. Mickey's brand new also. Mickey's brand new, but yeah. Mickey's brand no, yeah, new. Our experience is similar. It, you know, it's, it's similar, but the age difference is I mean, no offense, Mickey, but if, if honestly, if they're looking at you to fight him, they might think he can beat you. I... Hey man, I I'm fine with that. I, I hope they do. Whatever it takes to give me the fight. Uh, I yeah. I hope they think that. I hope I, I hope everyone thinks that. that's fine. Uh, I love that. It. Would be truly a Rocky. I fucking love it, man. It I would, would love to really see it. Like... I would love to see it only because first of all, you know, I understand this guy brings a lot of fucking eyeballs, but so does Betty White. Are you gonna let her fight in the fucking <laughs> female division? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously. At what point? I mean, seriously. Come on. Could you imagine watching that? Oh, geez. I mean, are you gonna put Mitt Romney in there? Joanna I mean, versus Joanna versus uh, Betty White. There are a lot oh, of people, a lot of Twitter followers. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean they but should be fighters. It's still a business, though, man. It's a business, but there are a lot of people out there like Mickey, who's fucking working his ass off. The kid yeah, has a job. He's been doing this yeah. for a long fucking time, you know. And you know what? Mickey might never get fucking seen. So I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy that actually this is Thank going you. on. At least now people I'm know happy you. Happy for you too. Uh, and yeah. I, and I, I hope you do get the fight because you are a guy who's in it. You're not in it to become famous, right? You actually want to be a. How, how old are you? 23, 24. 23. 23. Yeah, 24 this month. You're actually doing it because you want to be a fighter. It's not about the fame for yeah. you, right? You actually want to nah, be a yeah, fighter. I love this, man. This is this is in me. I love this. And you're People a fuck- think I'm crazy. I have, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm like a middle class kid. My family's like, go get a desk job. People like people always tell me that. I love this. This this is just in my blood. This is this is this is for me. I love it, man. Well, good luck, man. Uh, I think hey, the- I really appreciate you guys having me on. That's, that's big for me. I thank you very much. I've been a fan of yours for years, man. I follow both your accounts. Thank you, Adam Hunter. Oh, dude, Mickey, man. I hope you get the fight. Adam Hunter. Uh, just after you get the fight, you got to scream. Give me a shout out after you win. All right? Yeah. Me too. Can you say Mary Carey? Can you say my name too? When you win, will you say. Now, Mary, like, will you hook him up? Shout out to Mary Carey. Mary, will you hook him up with uh, porn stars if yeah, he wins? Yeah, sure. That's a lady. I will, I have a lot. Oh, that's right. You have a girlfriend. Yeah. We could do it. We could yeah. do it under the radar. Like you know, we'll be secret. Wow. Would you? Would you? If he beats CM Punk, uh, would no you give comment, him a Mary Carey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no comment. Don't Mary, comment on you that. You get man. my number from Adam. I'll set you up. I know a lot. of... I should be a madam. Would you give him a blowjob? So if if he beats CM Punk, would you give him a blowjob? Um, I can't. Why? Because. Because what? Because. Really? Wow. I'm married. You're married. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. But well, no, I, I, I think that you, if you win, <laughs> it's gonna, your whole life's gonna change. Now, dude. if you were single though, Mary, right? Let's say you were single. No. And a guy yeah. like this goes and Can beats I see his picture. And he goes and he beats I just see his picture. And he beats CM Punk. Would you give him a blowjob just because you're like, I appreciate what this guy does? Um, well, a lot of the guys I hooked up with, a lot of it is like attraction is their talent or their skill or their athletic ability, like. It's like fifty percent that fifty percent. So you were like, so I have to see what he looks like. But and would then you like, be like this guy? Yeah, right off of like the talent beating him, like skill, like set, that would be. Show Mary a picture. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm showing her a picture. Okay, this is a Here lot of go. pressure you guys are putting on me. Oh, Mary's you're so like cute. Me. Thank you, Mary. Oh my God, you're so cute. How tall are you? Six two. Okay, good. I'm five foot nine. Okay, good. You're six. That's a good height. Have you ever given um, anyone just like a I appreciate you blowjob? No. No? I haven't. We went through my whole like sexcapades. I yeah. mean, no. A lot of times. No. 
I'm not really into just giving a blowjob. Like I will like suck it for a couple of minutes, but I expect it to go inside of me. So I just do that to like get it wet to go inside of me. All right. And most people are very cool with that. I you don't know? know why. I just fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah. But well, no. I just really like, I really like <laughs> I to why. have sex. So I like suck it a couple woman. minutes, get nice and wet and then put it in me. Now, but, what's your favorite? Is it doggy style? Is it? Uh, I always can how come. How do we a, get to this? I can always this come if like... I'm on top, no matter who it is. What? You can always come if you're if on top? I'm on top, no matter what, no matter what size it is. But like, I do like when a guy's on top. And like I, I can do my splits like on different flexible positions and stuff. Cause I'm like, you know, like really flexible. So do you like stuff. when guys like hold you open? Oh, I can like all the way, yeah. Like, and then just push down all the way because like they're super flexible. Yeah, I love it. You Mickey, love that. Mickey, this is taking a different turn. That's all good, man. But no, let me let me ask you something. No, no you know what I want to say to you? The reason I want you to win and is because that will put you in a position to actually you get know, lots fight of blowjobs. No, get, no, get lots of blowjobs, but <laughs> no, but, no, but it'll get you, put you in a position to maybe grow as a fighter. Dude, grow as you're a fighter. A Mickey, how much did you make for your last fight, honestly? Um, like a like a thousand, a thousand bucks he made, right? No, as this a fighter, kid, too. if he fights CM Punk, he's gonna make probably what twenty, twenty and twenty. They'll give you. Uh, I'd take it. Give me it. Yes, um, twenty Fine. and twenty. He'll give him, and then if he wins, he's gonna make another. Th- 30 and 30, if that. And then he's also going to be able to, he's going to be instantly famous. He'll be able to fucking give any seminar wherever the fuck he wants. Nice or, strip club appearances. But if he's a, if he feel, if he loves fighting, then that also puts him in a position to be you know yeah, he'll be to able really to get real follow, fights. To get real yeah, fights. Be in the UFC, be, be where I right. want to be. Yeah, because the UFC goal. is that's pretty much the the top of the. But Mickey, yeah. are you nervous though that let's say you fight CM Punk and you do win, right? So now you're two and zero. Oh, they're going to have to find other guys for you to fight. That might be tough for you, right? Um, yeah, it might be, but there's there's some guys. Uh, can I see more pictures? There's, there's then? guys who I can fight. Cute. There's absolutely guys I can fight. <laughs> um, there's a there's a guy who was on the first episode of the show who I think I would get approved. Now, how fight. how do you do against Jim Miller and like sparring and stuff? Wow, that's crazy. I do well, man. We're, you know, we're it's, you never go on full boat. Uh, when you know when he's in a camp, he he'll he'll put a beating on me, and when I'm he's training so for a camp, cute. he'll let me you know work with him. He looks you know, so he's, Jersey. He's, he's a great guy, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I I'm telling you, man. Uh, you you have you're you have a good camp around. You have good people because I, I know you, I know some of them, yeah. and and what's um love you too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's your Twitter? What's your? Do you have Instagram yeah. and Twitter? I'm going to follow he's you got right like now. Like a hundred followers on Twitter. Oh my god, I'm going to follow you. Wait, hold on. I'm going to follow, follow you right at, now. At Mickey Gall. I'll throw you a follow back, Mary Carey. I'll throw Thank you. A you. Back. <laughs> wait, so this guy. Wait, Mickey M I C K E Y. This kid's going to be famous. I know he is. How do I spell the last name? Is it one word? Uh, the on Instagram, it's Mickey Gall. Yeah, Mickey Gall. Okay. Oh, I think this is you. Okay, uh, I'm following you. Does it say mostly a person? Thanks. And you're in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say hi. I sent you a tweet. Mm. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, let me let me tell you something, man. If if this works out for you, one, I hope you get to fight. And if this works out for you, man, I'm gonna be watching every fucking fight you do. You Me understand? too, Mickey. Oh, I'm a fan. I, I, I love that, Mickey. And I, got, I, I will that. have my people watch it too because that's like, like you, uh, Adam said it perfect. It's a Rocky story. It really is. It is a Rocky story. You know, you know the same yeah, thing. Yeah, man. I'm an unknown. I'm yeah, I, absolutely. I'm an, I'm not unknown. I'm from yeah, East Coast Jersey. I I I'm yeah. I'm coming after the the you know CM Punk millionaire. I I'm I'm punching up sure, but I, I I'm gonna handle myself and I, I'll beat CM Punk. I'll finish him. Uh, I'll finish in the round one. 
I love it. I love yeah. it. I'll finish CM Punk in round one. We just, we just now, we now have a, a title for this podcast. Uh, Mickey, thank you so much. Good luck with everything. We're all behind you, man. I hope you get this fight. Yeah. Thank you. I love you guys. I really appreciate it. Good thank luck, you so Mickey. Much. Take care. <laughs> all right. That was Mickey Gall. I think that he is going to be. Like just his personality over. He's got the, a great personality. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, see, like I, CM Punk, I saw I saw some footage of him. I was surprised for that. He I he saw can, him boxing. Didn't look good. But no, he, he does. He can't. You his, never, his you never know. Works fucking you never horrible. know. I mean, look, we had a kid on the podcast. Forgot the guy's name. He says he's a monster in sparring. He's a monster. Other guys that I've talked to, very credible people, say it's not looking good. That they they have guys that are not even in feeder leagues to the UFC. They're not even not the, nothing I'm not putting down the RFA. I'm not putting down Titan. I'm not putting down this. But they're not even they're not there. Ready. They're not there yet. And they're beating him up. So you know what? A guy like this is probably a perfect opponent for him. And he's gonna have Jersey. There's gonna be a lot of people out there that want CM Punk to win. Mostly you WWE fans. Yeah. Which is a and huge And there's gonna be a lot of people that want this guy to get his ass kicked because he is it's like that comedian who never did comedy. It's like that actor who just jumps to a comedy show. And he's immediately headlining. And, and all of a sudden yeah. he's headlining. And he's headlining fucking The Garden. He's not even headlining, you know, uh, the, yeah. the, the comedy to Chuckle Hut. He's yeah. headlining fucking Funny Bones, improvs. He's headlining the fucking Staples Center. Yeah. And you're like, this dude never did comedy before. Oh, yeah. So... There is that. There, there is. But I think that it's going to be more the people that the Jersey's going to back him to the fucking hill. The East Coast is going to back him to the fucking hill. So I don't think... I think it's going to be more on Mickey's side. Really? You think so? Over I think CM Punk? I do. Over CM I do Punk. You know think why? I think because so people too. like to root they for like the, the underdog. They yeah. root for the and this guy's personality, at least from he's what I can tell. He's got great personality. I think that cute. he's going to be the one <laughs> people going to root for. It's a better story. It's a <laughs> way better story. But it's not really. But it's not the only thing about Rocky. The reason why it's not is because, like I said, Apollo Creed was the champ, whereas this guy is fighting a guy that we is, shouldn't even be there. So yeah. that's the only thing. It's not a guy who all but of a sudden visibility wise, visibility wise, it's monster. It's, yeah, it's exactly. monster. And the guy seems like a nice. How big he was? You didn't. I mean, he's. She's I, not a WWE fan. Oh, not, no, yeah, I just know China. He's he's know, so. uh, nah, he's about fourth or fifth a biggest. Oh. Like if you look at this, in when WWE? he was no, when he was big. Oh, he was he was probably because the second you, it was like The Rock, John Cena, CM Punk. And it was those three. He, I thought he was, I said fifth because you got uh, you got the Undertaker and the Undertaker oh, show, but he was right show. there. I mean, he was right he there, was, and he yeah, he has uh, huge following. They're rabid but, following. And you know what? I give the guy the guy's got balls. At the same time, I don't think that he should he should have had like a if he really wanted to be a fighter. Then go get a smoker fight. Then go fight in a fucking league. Well, go, he obviously wants the attention. He wants you know he he well, he's he used feels, to fighting a big yeah, thing. But so he should still go. At least have at least five to ten. It's like you want to be a comic. Fights. Go to open mic. Yeah. Don't fucking headline. And and I understand why these other guys are like, dude, you're making our league look like a joke because a lot because of people the big show just, yeah, no, because the big that. show just can't join the Lakers. You know, it, it, it's a fucking sport. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's a legitimate professional sport. Yeah. And a guy who the WWE is like, I, I'm I'm going to do it. At the same time, you know, the business of it is well, you're bringing eyeballs. People that have never yeah. ordered the UFC. Yeah, yeah but exactly. Defend, but, but like porn. Let's say porn, right? Yeah. Uh, I think there is an art to porn, okay? Uh, 
do I watch porn to enough to know what the art is? No, but 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 <laughs> there but there probably is certain porn stars that are better at porn than others. You can't just put a fucking average Joe and have him be a, maybe you can in the Bang Bus. But I'm saying yeah. okay, but when you but, Love the bang but bus. when you see uh, someone like the Teen Mom jump into porn, right? Mm-hmm. Or you saw other people just do a porno. Were porn stars like, what the fuck? What is this bullshit? Is this bullshit? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, I actually think I experienced, I felt like girls like got mad when I, I had done like 50 girl girl scenes and like a couple boy girl scenes and ran for governor and then all of a sudden was like featuring bigger, like then girls had done like a couple hundred scenes, you know? And so, I mean, I felt that like, anim- like did you love started- doing porn or no? You know what? I loved, I had a good experience because like I said, I did a 50 girl girl scenes maybe and then I was under contract so I shot one movie every other month. Which guys did you work with? Worked with like five guys. Which ones? I worked with Lee Stone, Evan Stone, Nick Manning. And each, like I was with Lee The drop and loads guy? Um, yeah, Nick Manning like three times, Evan Stone three times, uh, Steven St. Croix twice and Barrett Blade. So like, I didn't, um, like, I, I shot once every other month, and I went back to Girl Girl after I ran for governor. So I wasn't, like, shoot, like if I was a girl who shot, like, five five days a week or, like, 30 days, 20 days a month even, like, I probably wouldn't like porn. But because I, I shot, you know, so little, and it was always about me when I showed up after I was under contract, and um, I was, never did anything I wouldn't do in real life. Was it weird? Was it weird, like, was it weird having sex, so. the guys afterwards, like, ask you out on real dates, and you're like, No, I mean, a lot no, of the guys I chose, type. a lot of the guys I chose, I chose because they were in, like, monogamous relationships. Um, because, like, Evanstone, I knew I had a girlfriend because I didn't want to work with a guy that could, even though you're, you're getting tested, there's still, like, a, you know, a little You're still at that, that yeah. window. So I was, you know, I liked guys over in, like, relationships. And, I mean, the only one I ever, like, Nick Manning and I were friends for years and worked together, and then, like, we once, like, he asked me, we went to, like, the Playboy Mansion together, and then, like, yeah, it was, that was, like, my one porn <laughs> Was it ever date. weird? I've never um, really dated porn. I, like, I, this sounds horrible. Like, I would not want to date a male. I wouldn't want to date a male porn star. I would love them. I think their clients cool. wouldn't be cool with, like, Now, as far as, like, them being in relationships, you were friends with their wives? Um, Like, Evan, I knew I met his wife. We went to New Zealand together for conventions. Was so, that strange, um, knowing that you fucked her husband? No, because I think that their relationship, like... You know, and I I think it's so cool. And these people can have that type. I just would not be cool in that type of relationship. Um, I don't think it was weird. Like, I mean, because he fucks a different girl every day. For male porn sort of really make money, they are pretty much working thirty days a month. You know, if they're a good porn star, they're gonna work like every day. You know, and these days the girl porn stars like my friend works like five days a week. I'm like, that's great. Like, yeah. like she's having all these different pussy issues. <laughs> she like she has to go through. Like, I never went to. What are I these shot, pussy issues? Just like checking the pH balance and like crazy. No, I'm wow. not even kidding. Like she has to check the pH balance of her pussy. pussy. And I'm like, oh my god. She's like, you don't know about all this. And I was like, and they have to do like these weird things. How do you so check you the get... pH balance of your pussy? I don't know. Like, is there I, some I, kind of pH balance strip? Or I'm not sure. <laughs> I just know that like she was that? telling me that like <laughs> she can't fuck like her the person she's in a relationship with because she just tells them to jerk off on her face because she has so much dick at work and she has to keep their pH balance of her pussy good because otherwise you get bacterial vaginosis and I was like, oh, I didn't know this. Like, when I did like... porn, I shot once every other month so it wasn't like... You've had girl. a great experience with so porn. So I had a great... And that's the thing. I, I thought about like when I talked about people I like, have great experience back. with porn every time I watch it. <laughs> really? How I, often do you watch porn? Um... Once or twice a week. I watch it once or twice a week too. I can't watch like I. I don't know. After no, meeting so many porn stars and knowing that they don't really like the job, it ruined. See, porn I loved for me. everything I did. It I it, loved it. It'll never ruin it. Nothing you know, can ruin porn. You gotta watch me. girls. The girls that I feel like were under contract always, and it's like I feel like they genuinely always love their job because they're not shooting like all. I think when the girls, the girls that don't like it, or the girls who are gonna have bad. So you still watch porn? 
Yeah, you know what's funny? Like, I'll have a girl on my radio show and I'll like let her say, like, oh, I don't do this, I don't do that. So then I go home to my my neighbors. My neighbor and I watch porn together, neighbor Dave. And um I look up the girl and I like I mean watch you watch porn. porn together with your neighbor. He like sets up Pornhub or whatever you jizz, I think is when he likes. We set it up onto like his big flat screen and we like we look up the different girls' scenes. Do you guys masturbate together? Uh uh-uh. uh. I find it fascinating. I like to watch like their girl. I'm like, and oh my sister, god! Like, and she's just like watching the porn. No, I think it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can never watch it. a porn without jerking off in my entire life. No, I, I like, have to have a payoff. Yeah, yeah no, what yeah, the fuck? I mean, no offense, but what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch the porn going. Uh, I don't know. Either I'm going to get aroused or I'm going to be like, uh, I think I know what's going to happen here. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I know the know. ending of this one. Yeah, we don't like watch the full scenes except for Lisa Ann's like Five Guy Black Gang Bang. That one we watched most of because I was fascinated. But um, my five guys banging, banging Lisa Ann. Why well, was you fascinated with that? Because I could never do that. Mm. I mean, like I, I couldn't handle five at once, and it was just like I, you know. And that's the thing. Like I wouldn't do it in real life, so that's why I wouldn't want to do it on camera. Right. And that's a big thing for me. Like I never did anything. Like I never swallowed cum in movies. I wouldn't swallow cum in real life. I never, like I never must do it with two guys at once. I never did anal because I would never do any of that stuff in real life. Never anal so. in real life. No. Hmm. It's I not will. your thing. Yeah. I will. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna by accident. Like I was wow. doing doggy wow. style. And, and it went I, in that. Went, it went when in you heard her go, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she turned in, oh, stop it. <laughs> just breaking shit. Well, I still can't tell because some girls that come on my show are like, I love it, you know, I love it. And then I get some that are like really honest, like it fucking sucks, I hate it. And they like complain about it. So I still can't tell if girls really like it or not because half the girls on my show are being us. Half yeah. the girls are saying what they think people want to hear. Shane, you and your girlfriend do anal? Uh, no. No, no. I don't think girls Black really girls like it. Black girls aren't really into Tried it, tried it, and she was not with it. Oh. And she was like, ow. My Ow. pussy's tight enough. I don't need Ow. it sticking yeah. in my ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I, plus, I, girls have these. This one girl is on my I've show. Never, I've, never, I've never watched one of your porn, by the way. This well, I mean, I've, there's not that many. Like, they haven't done one since 2000, and I didn't see 2007 was last. Jeremy's last boy girl scene, but then I did like a girl girl scene in 2009, and then that was yeah. So, hmm. but you have lots of cinema. You should watch my Cinemax movies. College Coeds versus Zombie Housewives just came out two weeks ago. College Coeds versus Zombie Housewives versus Zombie just Housewives. Just the title alone, I have to. I'm I, a I might, scientist who comes up with the formula that turns the housewives into zombies. And I, I turn into a zombie that. too. You turn into a zombie also. Uh huh. Nice. Okay. But I'm a scientist. Okay. I will watch. That I got cinema. to create a formula. Nice. Have you watched? By the way, have you watched <laughs> Making of a Murderer? No. Yeah, I watched episode one. I'm now addicted to this. I, I, they, they, okay everyone's saying me. it's awesome. It's the greatest. Is, is it a documentary okay. or is it's it a documentary? Actors? And it's like this. Uh, it's crazy. And now I, it's it's my new drug. Now I'm, I have to watch all. I've watched my one neighbor, episode. neighbor Dave, the guy I watch porn with. He's on like episode nine. Already. I have to watch nine. Don't episodes. watch it with me because he says I talk too much. Uh, yeah, I, that could be annoying. I could definitely. <laughs> yeah. I could He's definitely. Like, I've got this new show. He's like, I don't think I can watch it with you because you talk too much. Yeah, I could see but that happening. I really and then, and then the murder it. you're watching would end up be the murder that. Now I'm gonna have to kill you too. Now. Oh my god, he's no. <laughs> I, I I was like that with Dexter when I first saw Dexter. Oh, yeah. I fuck like just certain shows. I I yeah. watched one and went. You know what? I got to watch all. of them. Yeah, I do that a yeah. lot. You know, but I've heard a lot about that. Now I got to watch it. So MMA news. We'll go over this real quick before we end the show. Um, uh, Ronda Rousey is hosting Saturday Night Live. Really? Sweet. She's uh, gonna be in the skits and stuff too. Yes. Next, oh, is she an actress also? Uh, well, she's been in, um... Oh, she was in a movie I saw she's the other day. She's been in two Fast movies. and the Furious. Three movies. Expendables. Wait, what did I just and see And Entourage. Entourage, I saw her. Uh, whether or not she's an actress is yet to be That's, desired. That is questionable. But, I mean, I'm not saying she's not an actress. It just seems like she's playing roles that are 
that it's Ronda Rousey kind of. Yeah, you she know? played Ronda Rousey in Entourage. Yeah. So I who knows? I mean, but it's hard to say someone's actor if they write the role for you versus yeah. You know, no, it's definitely easier. Like playing a scientist but, was really hard, but playing a dumb blonde's really easy. Is she going to be on yeah. Broadway? Probably not. <laughs> no. But uh, you know what? I give Saturday Night Live a lot of credit because they probably I had that awesome. before she lost. You know, and then they probably have to. It was a contract because I mean, for personally. Uh, I think Holly Holmes should be hosting Saturday Night Live. And yeah. She's she's the champ. It would be kind of cool to have the champ. I mean, that would sort of like be like. So is Ronda really not, not like considered not to knock Ronda Rousey down? Is Ronda really not considered the champ just because she lost one she, fight? She, she, she flat was, out lost. She lost a championship. But I mean, that's she, only that one loss. You back down. But that's only one loss. I would like to see Ronda and Holly Holmes. I mean, like not how the many same wins time. does the other girl have? Yeah. Holly. She's five and zero. Oh. But she beats the champ. When you beat the champ, you're the champ. Okay. That's just there's, the way sports no, go. You can you but Ronda's say really hot. Ronda no. is hot. Ronda's hot. She's a star. But, she's the but right, shouldn't the champ host it? Absolutely. Uh, and you I'm not so? being a hater. I'm but still Ronda's watch. But there's people that are going to think you're being a hater. But Ronda's not not hosting just because she's like because of the champ. She's hosting it because she's become she because of her. She's she's attracted people to MMA that normally wouldn't be MMA. Yeah, I fans. understand. I, I she's get pretty. It. She shows a different. She like a lot of people think MMA girl. They're not going to think like super hot, blonde, like sexy. So. What, what Rhonda's done for the sport is great because she showed you can still be sexy and feminine. I know, I know all the reasons why and, she is. I get it, but, but still, she lost. She is not the jam. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. But I they're not like, having her on like, because she's a, a huge champ. fan of hers. They're not, they're not doing a good job on. marketing Holly Holmes. All I'm but saying. they're not yeah. saying let's have the champ on Saturday Night Live. They're saying let's have Ronda Rousey. I get it. I get it. I get it. But that's the it's reason just, that, she, like, no, I mean, she's not the champ. She should not. I don't think she should be pushed up. On anything, so she should be hosting it. Should be hosting it. She did a lot for the sport. She's still one of the best athletes in the world. She's the second best female fighter in the world right now. At the same time, it would be nice to have Is Holly. We're not marketing Holly. Why Holmes aren't they marketing she's not her? As, you know, not as marketable. She's not as Can marketable. I see a picture, but fighting wise, she's, she's a fucking beast. But they're saying beast. now that she might fight Misha Tate next. They, uh, the word on the street is Dana said she's going to have another fight before Ronda Rousey but rematch. But didn't Ronda beat Misha Tate? Yeah, well, that's... So, well, obviously... But Misha it was, it was a number one contender, and they she got passed over for Holly. Holly won. So oh. now they're going to have Misha. They're going to give Misha and Holly. But you know what? I think Misha's got a very good shot of beating Holly. She got she's, a good. She's got a good shot, but no, she... I don't, she might beat Holly. She might not be... No, Holly's boxing is just too crisp. Dude... So was James Tony's, okay? Uh, Misha's not going to be a fucking dummy and, and, and get into a boxing match with Holly Holm. If, but Ronda tried to take her to a ground yeah, twice. Yeah, Ronda even said before. With what? With judo throws. Yeah. What about a double leg fucking takedown? Because what she doesn't have any wrestling. But that's that's exactly, that's what that's Misha stupid. has. Misha, Misha does have has a great wrestling. Great wrestling. Great so grappling. Had, Ron, had Ronda been able to do a wrestling move to get her down, she would have. Yes. Okay. She would have done a fucking double leg takedown. She probably would have won the She fight. still be champion. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she would have won the no, fight. No, no, no. She would have had a better was, shot of, of it would have been a better that plan. Was her, that was her coach. Putting that fucking jazz in her head that you could stand up with one of the right. best. And me, yeah. And, and me, she's not gonna, her coach wanted her to keep boxing. Her coach is a, yes, her coach sucks as an MMA coach. She should change I, camps immediately. And she's not going to. She's already said she's not going That's to. That's fucking stupid. And, you know, we're going to have Ronda Rousey's mom on the podcast next Thursday. Uh, Are you really? Yes. She will oh be sitting right here. And she hates the coach. So I'm I just sure. think I've seen the coach. I've seen some of the reality shows they've done around. Yeah. He's a dick. 
Let's keep it real. He's oh, a yeah, dick. I watched him on, yeah, on but, Street no, Fighter. I just think yeah. that, I think the Holly Holmes personality, she doesn't talk a lot of shit. She, she's not that type of Yeah, well, maybe fighter. she's not the best. So anyway, so Rhonda's hosting Saturday Night Live. Well, I'm uh, excited to watch. Uh, which we are. Um, I'm not going to watch it. You're not going <laughs> to watch it? Gonna watch why, are you, why are you going to watch it? Fuck her. Kawhi, why fuck her? Fuck she lost her. the fight? Not because she, you know I didn't like a lot of the shit she was doing before that. Yes. I think what that, did you not like that she did before? I don't, the reason I don't like her is I get Hold talking shit. I can't feed the meter. Yeah, you can't, you can't keep just um you know not fist bumping it's just, it's just a, a certain amount of respect oh, you have to give okay. other fighters because anybody yeah. can knock you the fuck out yeah anybody so you she gotta just got like over overly confident she got overconfident and she yeah. even said on a late night talk show she thinks she's gonna kick me in the head but she's not well bitch she kicked you in the head yeah yeah no i remember seeing her i think it was like on jimmy kimmer's yeah. and she's like i gotta make sure i get her to the ground because like, but she, she no boxer, and then you she gotta give she doesn't give she didn't give holly holmes I think the respect she should have gave her. Yeah. I think the way she got in her face at the win was some bullshit. Yeah. Just, you know what? We're going to watch the fight because we love you as fighters. And I understand talking shit, but don't. But I think this is going to make Ronda even bigger because like now people like, like, you know, she got built up, she got built up, and then she lost. So now when she like has a comeback and does it all over again, I think people are going to no, like her. Yeah, but if she fights Holly Holm again and she stands up with her, it's going to be another repeat of her, her neck getting knocked to the side. Yeah. I mean, did you see the, the kick? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that, and I think that Misha Tate is not going to win either. I know Adam thinks that Misha Tate's going to yeah. win. I think that Misha Tate's going to have a problem with the, the just the skill. She's just, I, I Holly Holmes, when you look at her background yeah. and the, how many fights she had, and you look at Misha Tate's or anyone else, if they try to stand up with her and don't they're gonna do something, lose. they're, they're going to lose. lose. But Misha's not going to stand up again, sir. Yeah. She's if got a great they better game plan. use the ground. She's got a better coach. And I'll a tell much you what, coach. will Holly Holm probably win? Yes. Will Misha do better than Ronda did? I think absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that she's got a, a five-round fight. Holly's never been in a five-round fight in MMA. She never went to the fifth round. Yeah. Misha has. I'm yeah. out of breath right now because I went to pee, pee the meter. You were really yeah. fast. I was going to uh, say, yeah, that I, I was got like, my meters coming. I was so, like, that was but, super fast. So yeah, I, I, I like that fight. <laughs> I like that, I like that fight, fight a lot. However, it's, if... I think it's going to draw a lot, too. you know what, though? Maybe... The UFC thinks that Misha will beat Holly Holm. And then they go and Misha then, against And then Misha Ronda. versus Ronda. Ronda wins. And now our champion's back to being yeah, the best of the that's world. that's probably what they think. Because she's making a lot of money for the UFC. Yeah, I think that's so, exactly what they're going to no, do. Yeah. Adam, you were right. No, I think that's that, going to happen. That's a good plan. But, but eventually she's going to have think, to face Holly again. But yeah, but you can't front that. <laughs> Holly Holmes, that yeah, fucking no. fight was textbook. Yeah, but her fight, I was, loved it. But her I fight loved, against Raquel Pennington was not very good. No, her next but fight. But she said that. They, she, they said she said that's. I don't she know. Had a lot of shit going on. I don't on. think that's true. Okay, but but look at the fights before that. What? She looked very impressive. So anyway, so we're talking about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about um, uh, what else? King Mo said he wants to fight Fedor. I uh, would like to see that. I liked Ryzen. I think they they need to get better competitive matches. Right. Some of those matches were ridiculous. <laughs> they were come on, <laughs> but yeah, some of them were like. It was a little bit of a it circus. It was a little bit over the top. I love it. I love Japanese MMA, and I think Japanese are some freaky people, and I fucking love it. I can see them have like the fight, and then right between the rounds, porn. They don't like they're that extreme. By the way, if anyone knows, my wrestling team, I actually coach. I had the kids. So still over the break, Adam wrestled with the high school kids today, which is always cool seeing because I started the high school program, right? Help start it, and it's cool seeing my old wrestlers against my new wrestlers. Aww. But anyway, my, my eighth grader, this kid Max, 
who I honestly think is one of the best kids in California. Yeah. I think nationally, if he had a little bit more, he could actually, he's amazing. He was taking down seniors today. Wow. As an eighth grader and putting him on their back and pinning them wow. as an eighth grader. Wow. And I love this kid. Uh, he's the nicest kid ever. He's a good athlete. He's fun. Uh, he's Jewish. Uh, he's, uh, he's got everything. That's just, he happens to be Jewish. <laughs> he happens to be Jewish. I, yeah. Uh, but I'm a big fan of Max. And uh, I, I honestly, I, I was like so, because all it was, because the senior was like, hey, Max, come here. I'm going to beat you up. Right? Max. Put him on his back and pinned them. This is a kid's a good high school kid. All of a sudden, the whole team's like, "Oh!" Yeah. It was like they couldn't believe it, and well, they couldn't believe and it. Can I come imagine be Max's him now. Imagine yeah. him by the time he's a oh yeah, like college. Uh, although, although I have to say, with wrestling, uh, as being a middle school coach for ten years, I've been doing. You know, I don't think this would be the case, with Max, because he got his head on straight, and uh, you know, he's, he's had some 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 stuff, a really tough life. So, I, he, but he's actually very mature for a kid because of some things that have happened to him. So, I think he's okay. But uh, sometimes you're like, man, this kid's going to be the best. He's going to be an all American. Yeah. And that kid quits by the time he's a sophomore. He gets into pussy or whatever else. Yeah. He gets into drugs, pot. Yeah. And then there are kids that like I literally had to call and be like, hey, like this kid Carlos. I'm like, I called him. Up. Carlos quit the team. He never won a match as a, as a sixth grader. Never wow. won as a seventh grader. Right. Eighth grader, he quit the team. I called him up. Come on, come back. Now he's the starting on, as a junior for the wrestling team. And wow. th- and like there's a couple kids like that where you're like, man, this kid's this kid's not going to go right. down. Uh, and right. those kids just stick it out. A lot of times, it's a lot of reasons. Number one, it's the only thing they're good at. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like they're not exactly, when a kid's good at every sport, he has more options. Yeah, you know, exactly. kid's good at baseball or football. It's a much easier sport than right. wrestling. A lot of times, it's the one thing he actually feels good about. And he's like, I, I want to keep doing it. Yeah. And other times, it's just, you never can measure heart. It, sometimes it's it's yeah. that it's that kid that uh, I mean I remember there was a kid when I was in eighth grade that beat me in the in the no he beat me in the sixth grade tournament Frank Trotter yeah, and he was, <laughs> and he was an Oceanside kid and he was, he won athlete of the year in public high school wow that kid he beat me in double overtime but he was always a stud and then I, and then I went to boarding school and I came back my senior year and he laughed at me as a freshman because I was a state champ and he's like private school state champ laughing ha 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 Maine him and his buddy gave me a hard time laughing at me. By eighth grade, I, by senior year, I came back. I beat him must have like 12 to two. Just fucking destroyed <laughs> him. Wow. And he was like, and I want him to be like crying. And he's like, man, you outclassed me and shook my hand. Aww. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But it wasn't that this kid was, I has more talent than him because it was not talent. It was just drive. It right. was determination. No, I, was, I, only reason I even got into martial arts was I, I found out I was good at it. Yeah. That's weird. Like when I did it, I was like, wow, I feel good about the fact that I'm good at this. And I did it, and then when the reality came in, when I started actually competing in tournaments, and the pain of it, I didn't realize how much pain you were in. I mean, and then you get in like your early twenties, like this is fucking painful. I yeah. think most, I think yeah. most, I mean, sometimes you different guys. You got a guy like Brendan Vera who played college basketball, or most guys. But I would say a lot of wrestlers are terrible with the ball. Like <laughs> you get some guys that are good at baseball or whatever, but most people are just like they're just tough. Yeah, just, it's just a tough sport, and it's one of those sports. I remember being at wrestling camp in Iowa, Iowa wrestling camp, and one of the coaches was talking to all the, the kids, and he was like, "Man, this is the only sport where you could be as good as you want to be." He's like, "Basketball." He's like, "I'm five foot three. The guy was his name was Chad yeah. Zapital, took second in the country three years in a row. He goes, "Basketball. I could play basketball every single day, and I will never make the NBA. Yeah. I'll never make my college team. Right. I will never. I could. I'll never be able to dunk." 
Uh, but yeah. wrestling, I come every day and I just work hard and I'll eventually I'll be good. Right. It's just one of those sports. People don't want to do it. Yeah. So have you ever, you know? Well, I mean, I, I did ballet. I was like I five or six hours a day of ballet. I was, six hours a day. I, yeah, I would do it from like, let's see, I'd have it my senior year of high school. Well, like in high school, I had ballet from three to 4.30 and then I would go to my dance studio and I would do it from like 5.30 to about 11 o'clock So your parents, we talked about earlier, by the way, to get back. My grandmother would take me. And I, oh, guess, I, had, I had like, once I hit like eighth grade, I had scholarships to all the different dance studios. And that's how I got into my private, the prep Did your school. mom, did your dad come to your recitals? I didn't even know my, I, my moved to Florida when I was seven. My dad was in Ohio and I never had communication with him. He found me when I was 26, like through my website. Through porn? <laughs> through my website, yeah. And did he contact you? Yeah, he emailed me through my website. What do you say? Hi, I'm your dad. Um, and he attached a photo of himself to prove it of me and him when I was a little girl. And he had cerebral palsy. Uh, he had someone write the email. Yeah. Wow. And it said to call his aunt to call my aunt Sheila, and I was told he was dead. So I called my mom, and it's like, do I have an aunt Sheila? And she's like, yeah. I didn't know my dad had like this big family. And and so is your I'm, mom now medicated? Yeah, no, she was medicated at the time, but she was living. She used to live on her own for about. When I was think like, twelve or thirteen, it was a big deal that she like moved. She lived with me, and my grandparents. It was a big deal that she like got her own apartment and lived on her own, even though she'd come over right. every weekend. So she lived on her own from thirteen till I was twenty six, and then she just didn't take her medication for three days, and that's why she jumped off the building wow. because she started hearing the voices. Shut up! If you you missed it earlier, her, <laughs> her dad had cerebral palsy. Your mom well, still. My dad still has cerebral palsy. My mom still has schizophrenia. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> they so they have so non curable diseases. Mary was Mary was <laughs> Mary was raised by her grandparents, but they gave me a great life. I went to like a nice Jewish prep school. It was like, I mean, Pinecrest is not technically Jewish, but we're like 80, 90% Jewish. Like, that's Jewish. Great, great that would be Jewish. Yeah, it's, it's, nice. not, it's in like, you know, Sport Lauderdale, Boca Raton area. So, you know, it was a great school and my grandparents did everything. And ballet was my thing. It was like, well, I think it turned I out committed right. to even ballet. Though, even like, though some people think. But I do hear what you're saying about the kids losing the, losing the drive because when I was 16 and my grandfather died, my, my life was ballet. I didn't go to parties. I was anti, like, not that I was antisocial, but all I cared about was dance. I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't eat, like, I just, I did ballet. I didn't go to parties. I just, danced and went to school and danced. I was like the ballerina girl. And then when my grandfather died, it's around the same time, like I was like getting boobs. I was, you know, I was like, I all of a sudden I started going out with guys and I, ballet wasn't my priority because I was, I think I was depressed when my grandpa dying. And that's why I started going out with guys and I started drinking slowly after. And instead of focusing only on ballet, like had my yeah. grandfather not died, my grandmother, like had they been alive, like I probably would have, I would have focused more on my ballet, but no. then I had a fear of being alone after he died. And I turned towards boys and, and drinking. I well, still makes- did ballet and I still college scholarships for ballet, but like I, w- I would have been a professional. Like it was just a total different. Well, that makes so sense. So I can see uh, what you're saying when people lose. How big would your boobs have been without uh, the surgery? Um, They were like, well, okay. My, like when I was, when I did ballet, I was like super duper thin. Like, you know, you had to be like, and I got, I didn't get my period until I was like, I got once when I was 15 and I didn't get again until I was 16 because I was super underweight because I was so active. And, um, and then like once I got that, like, and then my boobs started to grow, but they were still, I was very, I was like. So you have been a C? I would look my, yeah, they were like and a now big you're, uh, These are like, this, believe it or not, it's a double D, but maybe it's small. Double D? The bras are 36 Why double do we say D. this shit at the same time? I mean, I, the bras on. I buy, I'm wearing a sports no, right now, but double D no, damn I damn. buy 36 <laughs> double D bras, but I mean, they're probably Lord. a little bigger. But those but are they're, impressive. They're really, I, I swear, I, I wear th- Victoria's Secret's 36 double D. Those are very but my, impressive. But my nipples sometimes pop out. So maybe I'm like, Your what? my nipples will sometimes pop out of the bra, so. That's awesome. Maybe I'm I'm enthralled. Well, listen, that's our 
show. Either way, so um, I understand the wrestling and the yes. dedication because well, I think no. that's how he trailed off on this. And because I did ballet, like and ballet isn't a sport slash yeah. art. Martial arts is is an all day shit, and the only reason I was like it was either this or start kicking people in the fucking head in the streets. Yeah, yes. So for me, it oh, was by excellent. the way, the next podcast we have to talk about your two jail fights that you got into. Yes. Because uh, we talked about that on the. Uh, I've never actually punched somebody. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to. Well, I can't say that. I've never punched <laughs> someone in the face. That I can't say. I feel like say. a guy's hit me and I maybe hit, like pushed, but I've never punched A guy's someone. hit you? Oh, yeah. Who hit you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we got to. See, now we're actually, coming to the ex, end. Harold Shevlin hit me a couple times. Oh, well, damn. fuck him. And he oh. can really help me out in this court case right well, now. Well, fuck Harold Shevlin. <laughs> yes. Whoever the fuck he is. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Okay. You're, you're a beautiful lady. No one. There's no reason anyone should ever put their hands on you unless it's to come. Listen, people, uh, that is our podcast today. Uh, thanks to you to all our guests. Uh, uh, next week, we do have Ronda Rousey's mom coming into studio, Dr. Anne Maria. Uh, and uh, I want to thank Shang. I yes. want to thank Mary Carey. I can't wait to ride in your car. Thanks, Shannon Knapp. Uh, <laughs> thank you, The Bully, uh, Amber Brown. Uh, thank Mickey. you, Mickey Gall. Uh, thank you, Tamden. Maggie Gall, thank you. Tamden. <laughs> uh, thank you, all you guys. Uh, thank you, Decipher. It's a personal, it's a, it's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Call them today at 1-888-731-COACH or 1-888-731-2622. Use the code ROASTED for 10% off. They also have a book out, uh, an audio book that you can get uh, called The Decipher Life. D-I-Cipher Life. You can get it on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. As well as American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E.com. The best sports memorabilia and events out there. As well as tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid. Okay, we can make a difference. We can give them money. We can give these fighters money for entertaining us every single week. Thank you. I will be at the Ha Ha Calf Comedy Club this Friday and Saturday at 11 o'clock. Ha Ha Comedy Club. Uh, come see me at the Ha Ha. Uh, thank you. to And also at the Comedy Madhouse in San Diego. Excellent. Comedy Madhouse, Wednesday night, San Diego. Shang, where are you going to be? I'm going to be at the Sick Puppy in Colorado Springs. That's the name of it. It's a rock and roll club. Nice. I'll be at the Sick Puppy. I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm, I'll be at the Sick Puppy. Yeah. And then I'll be at the Laugh Factory in San Manuel, at the San Manuel, San Manuel Casino next week, uh, Wednesday. And just go to my website, IamShang.com, and I'll, you know, I'll get, I'll hook you up with tickets. And we, you know what? This I got to tell Adam, other than him being a funny motherfucker, and I've said that from no, I've said that from the door. Oh, thanks, bro. Um, you know, this is one of the better shows that balances like the funny with the the real. And I, I gotta give you props for that. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it, Mary. Where are you gonna be? I'm going to be, as of now, the next thing is Hustler Club St. Louis. Actually, that's not till Valentine's Day weekend. Are you taking a picture? No, you're on Periscope right now. Oh, you know, I don't know what this Periscope is. I'm so behind. People everything. can talk to you live. Periscope's really? awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like just at Instagram like two, a year and a half ago. I'm like very behind on this. So oh, people Instagram, want to, People Carey. are saying hi right now. Oh and my they, God, wait, can I see get, the people? And you get little hearts. What? Yes. Wait, I can see them? You can see them. Hi. So Anyway, that's our podcast. I'm talking to them like they're handicapped. Thank you, Sideshow Network. What's wait. going on? <laughs>